Oh boy. Let's just do this for about another hour and a half and then we're done. And then just be done. Hey, <laughs> I wish. hey there, this is Matthew, and across from me is Ryan, and we are two ungrown-up a-holes, and this is the ungrown-ups. <laughs> and uh, as much as we want to 86 this episode, this is the 86th episode, otherwise known as episode 86. Today. Episode 86. Oh, yeah, I don't man. know. We've got an audience. They're clapping for us. Oh, They're so excited to have us back. I know. Well, you know, Labor Day kind of screwed things up a little bit with the routine. Dude, Labor Day screwed things up with a lot of things. Yeah? Yeah, why not? Why not? Not really. I mean, no, kind but of. It's, it's one of those weekends. It is a holiday weekend, even though we didn't do anything holiday-ish, meaning like we didn't travel or take any advantage of the three-day weekend, but it was just... You just hung out at home? It was a nice, lazy weekend. All right. You we know, went camping. You did? Yeah. It was great. Did we you went out. to 10? Yes, went out to Kern River. Okay, took the dogs, had a camp, uh, like a group of people. Yeah, where about? So the like, Kern Lake, you know where Lake Isabella is? Yes. We were just south of Lake Isabella. Okay, down on I don't know, <clears throat> Sandy Flats Campground, I believe it's called. All right, it's really nice. It was great. The weather was really, I mean, it was warm, but it was not terrible. It was mid eighties. Did you go in the water? Mm-hmm. We got a pontoon oh. for one day. Okay, we're on a pontoon boat on the beach for a little bit. Well, the beach, the beach of the lake. Do you rent it right? There? The, yeah, the group rented it, so we just kind of went and, and went out for a little bit, and the dogs, bo- first boat rides. And? Yeah, they were fine. Ripley was stoked. He was having a good time. They're sea dogs now? Yeah, they're ocean fairies. They're pirates. Do they have vests? Like, did you put them in the water? No. Or are they just... Uh, yeah, well, no, not while we were on the boat, but they from shore. Ripley doesn't like the water. Okay. Uh, he's not a big fan. Maple will swim out as long as she's swimming to somebody and back, but okay. she's not like... A water dog person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. It's actually good because there was another dog that was with us that, that we, <laughs> we look out and uh, the dog is probably 50 yards offshore. Just swimming. Just, yeah, going yeah. for the stick. I've never had a dog that was a swimmer. Like they, they, I mean, they all could, but sure, all of them wanted to get out of the water as soon as they physically could. Yeah, it was funny. We were down by the river, so the campsite was on the river. So we went down to the river, and Ripley like walked out. Is it cool? Like up to sort of his chest, you know, like the bottom yeah. of his body. Yeah. And then he would like go to take another step, but the the <clears throat> bottom would fall out. Right. And he would like oh god and panic. So he never went totally in, but he was <laughs> he was getting kind of like okay, okay, I'm, I can walk right here. And then he would fall, like almost fall and freak out and then go stand on the beach. Yeah. Like Pepper will, she has no problem with getting wet, but it's the whole idea. I think once she gets floating, she's yeah. out. She's out. Sure. Like as long as she's touching ground. So she probably would like to sink? No. Well, I mean, she's like a 22 pound Boston Terrier. So she's yeah, pretty, she's dense. She is dense, but yeah. she, she swims just fine. Oh, okay. But it's just one of those things where I think the, the whole idea of buoyancy is a concept that she doesn't quite get. So if her sure. paws aren't touching something, she's freaked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe it's because Ripley fell in the pool when he was little, so he's not He's been super, traumatized. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's better that, that they're that way. But that was late. So that was Labor Day weekend. The week or the Thursday, I guess, before we went camping, I we don't have, like, we have, we have many coolers. Yeah. But none of them are a good size, right? We have... A mixed bag of coolers. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to buy a new cooler. Okay. I wanted to get an Arctic. Nobody sells them. Okay. Well, just because they're an affordable, yeah, yeah. relatively speaking. Compared to, uh, what's the other one? Yeti. Yeti. That's so right. <clears throat> Arctic, nobody sells them anymore. So we went, okay, I'll look at, we went to Dick's Sporting Goods and looked at the Yetis. Okay. No sale. Well, of course. Right. 
But the manager was like, hey, man, if you look on, there's a lot of other folks having sales this weekend because it's Labor Day. Yeah. I'll match it. Oh, right. Like, oh, okay. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to. That's a lot. So went over to REI to see if they had anything and what their sale was. They had 20% off. Okay. Which is not bad. Not bad, but it's 20% off what? Like a $370, whatever. So it's, yeah, I mean, still, but it's a percentage off. Okay. They have nothing in stock. Of course. Yeah. 20% off. Right. Well, and I I don't think they stock a lot there anyway. So she said, no, I can find it in another store for you. Nobody has it. The only one you could order it online. But you need it for the weekend. But I was like, I need it for the weekend if we're going to get it. So I ended up going back to Dick's that had the size and the color that I was fine with. It was like that tan color. Okay. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, no problem. We'll match it. Oh. So that, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, so bought a new cooler, but it's nice. So the way I like, I like to buy, like I buy meat and we go grocery shopping yeah. stuff, right? So now you can have that in the car. So you, it's in the back of the forerunner and you just, you know, if I want to throw a brisket or something in there to put a little bit of ice, throw the brisket in and, and then you, like, you don't have to shopping. run home. Right. Yeah. And that's always kind of difficult, right? When you're grocery shopping, I think even yesterday we were like, oh, we'll go to this place and then we'll go grab some food, but we're going somewhere else so it was like this doesn't make sense and then you have to rearrange kind of your your order of operation we did the same thing kind of with uh target and trader joe's those are usually our our two big grocery uh shopping destinations and they're they're in the same shopping center so we'll go to one after the other but it yeah if we know we're gonna be buying a lot of like frozen foods or refrigerated foods like we'll do that trip second right right but we're this way like a, a buddy of mine has a a land cruiser and he's built uh, or he has a fridge in the back like one of the plug-in but he's got two batteries yeah. and like the whole setup but he does the same thing he's like it's great because i can get ice cream and still go run errands for the day and not have to worry about a melted yeah right and that's i was like oh, okay that's pretty brilliant because when you think about most people are going to buy a cooler throw some drinks in, in the backyard or take it camping or whatever and then it gets tossed in the garage and never gets used again until yeah i was gonna the say next event so is this your first experience with like a Yeti cooler? With a Yeti cooler, yes. I've had, I mean, obviously Is other it coolers. That much better than. Because yes. that's what I can understand. It's like, okay, it's $400 for a cooler, but it's yeah. like, what does it do better than a Coleman? It stays cooler? cold. So, like, okay, we put, I, I pre pre cooled it the night before. What the hell does that we mean? Just put ice in it. Okay. Okay, so put ice in it the night before. And then you change the ice out for. I see your I ice didn't. the next day? No, I didn't. Okay. But I took and I put all of our stuff, like all of our foods were in the fridge. So okay. cold stuff goes in. Right. And we had still ice two days later. All right. Like some of it melted, obviously, yeah, but not all of it. every time you open and close. <clears throat> sure. So you just minimize the open and close, but it's definitely the coldest cooler I've ever had. All right. And like even when we were getting ready to pack everything up, like putting your, oh no, when we got home, taking stuff out of it, neither of us wanted to reach in and take the drinks out. They were so cold. Yeah. What is it like 18 inches by like 36 inches, something like that? Kind of like. It's a 65 liter. I know. they do I don't know what that means. Because growing up we had. But it's, the walls are like two and a half inches thick, three inches thick. So the outside of it is not the inside of it. Right. That I understand. Yeah. Growing up we had like the, the Coleman, uh, coolers they had like the handles on the left and right side yeah. and they were blue with yeah. like a white lid and the yeah, lid we was had attached to it yep. and those were always fine for our camping trips and so now I mean obviously I understand greater insulation adds you know sure. a bigger benefit but it's like the price because it's styrofoam plastic isn't it I mean it's not like there's any sort of crazy technology in there I mean, I mean it's, it's something apparently because I read a bunch of reviews I <clears throat> excuse me I was like there's got to be they gotta all be the same, right? Yeah. And they're not apparently. Like the Arctic are just a step down. down. Yeah, it's crazy. Like there's something in there. And then some of the people we went camping with, 
I'm like, you've got to get the Yeti ice. And I was like, what does that even mean? What the hell is it? It's a, you know, the ice packs that you freeze. Yeah. It's Yeti branded ones, but they freeze to minus two. Whereas regular ice freezes to, to freezing, apparently. Yeah. Well, I don't really understand. Whatever. But everybody has said, and I read a bunch of reviews, you put two of those in your cooler and right. put some ice in it and that's job done. Are Yeti owners like the new iPhone owners? Like it's like. It's that Apple ecosystem kind of like I don't know I mean loyalty thing like oh you've got an Arctic <laughs> I want to I want to like, put something over where it says Yeti because yeah. it is a little annoying but it uh, so it comes with an owner's kit an owner's kit which has a big ass decal because you'll so see trucks it, rolling around with the I Yeti. said what I said was oh I'll bet you this is a bunch of stickers and I opened it up and two stickers fell out yeah so yeah no I'm not putting Yeti stickers on anything <laughs> but I do have I did get a Yeti can cooler. Okay. For the 16 ounce cans. Yeah. And normally, like, I'll pour an IPA into a glass. Yeah. And it gets a little warmer. And then the whatever's in the bottom right. gets warm. This is like you just pull it out of the fridge the whole time. It's great. Right. It works really well. Yeah. I I don't know. It, it's, it's weird. But I, I guess I'm even contradicting myself because there are times where I've bought things that I kind of gave into the hype, like the whole hydro flask. I have a hydro flask. Yes. It's and right so, here. I know. I see it. Yeah. But, like, Grayson... Um, Jeanette had one that she got from work that was like a, a branded item from work. Sure. And so Grayson used it for school um, every day last year. And then like the last week of school, somebody swiped it. So we actually had to go out and buy a, a hydro flask. And in the past, we just used like generic insulated yeah, yeah, bottles yeah. or whatever. And I happened to do some Google searching. And I think it was Dick's, again, had some crazy clearance sale on yeah. the hydro flask because it was random colors. Right. Like lime green and teal. Well, we got one for, and the teal ones are, that's a rad color. Yeah. Grayson yeah. likes the lime green and teal. And right. they were like 16 bucks each. Yeah. For a, I want to say it was like a 24 ounce. So like the like half that. size of this or whatever. Yes. Yep. Yeah. More, it's, it's, the diameter is more closer to like a can of soda. Yep. But taller. And uh, so we picked those up and he's coming home and the, they're still full of ice. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty impressive yeah. with how well they'll work. So now it's like, all right, I guess they are worth the price. But this one, I haven't had to pay full price for one. Yeah, I they're not know. cheap. Yeah, and like this one has been it's it's been beat up, so it's all dented and stuff, and it doesn't. And I notice a difference with the dents; it doesn't work as good as it did. Really? Yeah, like I think it crushes the insulation, so you're losing that gap. There's like an air. Yeah, 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 yeah. but. The so I have the they come with just the screw off top. I have the wide mouth version, it's a 40 ounce, yeah. And it has, I had a Grayson has the one with the built in straw, okay. So I had the built in the last version of the built in straw, I just replaced it because it was getting hard to clean, okay. And this one just flops when it's open instead of like locking, locking. into open, yeah. And so it doesn't work great. And if you're drinking and it just like moves a little bit, it you spills. stop drinking. Oh, weird, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird, but. I love this thing. I mean, I've had this forever and it is, it's stupid and it's totally trendy, but it works. So for the Hydroflask, it was something like, I think Dix has like free shipping at $35 or whatever the sale was. Sure. And so the two flasks were 16 bucks each. Was this your Labor Day sale purchase? No, this is like before oh, the while school ago. year okay, okay. This is a while ago. Yeah. Um, and so I needed to buy something cheap to get the free shipping because that's, I would rather buy something I don't really need rather than just pay for shipping, if that makes any sense. Uh, dude, I do it all the time. Yeah. That's it's, why I've got like five different, and I'm getting trouble for this, but I have like five different uh, trail mixes. Yeah. Because I'll order, there's a few things on Amazon I order, and you can get them the same day, but you have to spend 25 bucks. Right. The trail mix is like three. That puts me over the edge. But yep. I don't need it. Right. And so I ended up getting the Hydro Flask uh, Can Koozie. 
So it's like a two-piece thing where it's got yeah, like it's a, the a same metal as, ring. Yeah. yeah, it's the same as the one I have for the 16-ounce, but right. you have the 12-ounce one. Right. Yep, yep. And so I've used that a couple times, and that's they work. It's good, yeah. They work. So, And I think it's, a, you know, it's a thing. It's silly. <laughs> it is. But actually, we got, a, we got one for the skinny cans, like the seltzer cans. Yeah, like the White same, Claws. Yeah, but same deal. It was on sale at Dick's because it was one of the discontinued colors. Yeah. And it was, instead of being $30, it was... 15 right or something like that don't can't get mad at that no no well, i mean you can be stupid if you didn't <laughs> so i had to do a little bit of uh tire shopping in the the past week so my mom has a oh, i was gonna say what do you need tires for i don't need tires yeah. um but my mom needed tires on her on her pontiac vibe and uh wow there's a vibe on the road that still works yeah but she's you know she's the little old lady that only drives to like the grocery store and the pharmacy like yeah, it's got that's fair basically no miles on it but the tires are old like date coded ancient and she's finally getting to the wear bar okay and so i was like all right well I'll, I'll see what i can do i'll look for tires and uh so i was doing some online research and at first i, I went to tirerack.com started my search there and i i found a set of um bridgestone potenzas that were on like clearance markdown or whatever. Yeah, because they kill people. The tires were two years old. The date code was 2020. And so they were brand new. They had eight, eight tires available. Huh. And it was like something like $91 a tire down from like 150 bucks a tire. Oh, that's kind of cheap. And I was like, all right, well, I can do the tire rack thing. And I was like, well, but then I have to get them installed somewhere. And I was looking at, at tire. Did you look at their installer deal? Yes. Yeah. And so they, they, it wanted to go to like a, I want to say it was like an America's Tire or something like that, which was a little too far for my mom, but they had a option to send it to a Pep Boys tire and lube place, which was pretty close to my mom's house. Mm -hmm. So I look it up how much is tire installation there, and they figured it's like 66 bucks. I'm like, ah, oh, well, let's see what tires are like at Pep Boys. So I'm looking, and there are some weird tire brands. Oh, I've dude, there's the before. weirdest. But then I'm doing all this trying to online comparison shopping and it's fucking impossible to actually do this easily because like I went to um, discount tires yeah. and they, the pricing on the tires, like it was like Cooper had a promotion where it was like buy three, get the fourth free right. plus free install. And you're like, well, that's a pretty good deal. Except by the time you get the tires plus install, they're charging something like $70 per tire. What? With an extended warranty and yeah. with tire, like uh, the, the install labor and everything like that. Oh, and you yeah, couldn't yeah. decline the the service. Like, I don't need an extended warranty on these tires. Like, right. But that's how they make their, the money. Huh? Right. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, fuck that. And then, so I was looking, I was trying to find a better deal. And I, my mom has limited income and she doesn't drive all that much. So it's like, all right, I don't want to spend a ton of money. Well, so then you just get the like, who's a what's it's? I wanted to get a decent brand name that sure. I've actually heard of before. But there's so many that you haven't. Right, I but those it. I don't trust. Those. Yeah, just try it. No, and, and uh, yeah, the Wang Chungs. Yeah, the uh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, get down tonight. That's what right. I, what I ended up doing was I, for some reason, thought to check Walmart because there's a Walmart like maybe okay. like 12. Costco's, Costco, Walmart, yeah, whatever. Same idea. She has, it doesn't, doesn't but she doesn't have, have a Costco yeah, membership, right? And so I ended up getting her a set of hand cooked tires for sixty one bucks a piece, and then insta installed. No, no, installation oh, okay. is sixteen bucks a wheel. How can they make any money at that? I don't care, but no, that I was know. by far in a way like 200 bucks cheaper than any other place I had found. That's crazy. You so, didn't did you look at the Goodyear roll? 
Yeah. And, and then she could have just stayed home. She could have. Yeah. And so what's going to happen now is I'm going to take her car. Um, the, t- the tires are getting shipped directly to the store. And then I'm going to pick her car. How long do they take? Uh, they're getting delivered this week. And so her appointment is this coming Friday. And this was through Walmart or through? Walmart.com. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I w- did the online order. I can't do it, though. I hate Walmart. I can't do it. I, I cannot buy anything at Walmart. I hate Walmart, but I actually somewhat love my mom very little. Enough to tolerate Walmart. I see. Yeah, that's and mm, that's a statement. <laughs> I'm not close to my mom. I know. I get what you're saying. You know, my mom yeah. is such a the the pessimist. Like it's it's beyond the the glass is half empty. It's sure. I dropped the glass, it shattered, and I stepped in broken glass. Like that's how much of a pessimist yeah. she is. She's a double Eeyore. Yes, totally. And she's a one upping Eeyore. Oof, that's awful. Yeah. So it, it's easier not to deal with her. But anyways, so I got the tire set up. So the plan is I'm gonna go over to her house, pick up her car, drive it over to Walmart, drop it off. <clears throat> And there happens to be a, a in and out within walking. Oh, I was going to say, you could look at the Lego in the Walmart. They I always say they have deals. They do, but it's yeah. Walmart. So yeah. anyways, I'm going to drop it off, walk over, grab lunch, and then hopefully in an hour, they'll be able to mountain balance four tires on a Pontiac Vibe, and then I'll be out of there. I dropped something off recently and walked over to an in and out for dinner and came back and found I'd wasted all my time. So but you got good. in and out. I did get in and out. So that that was wasn't true. a complete waste. Well, it <laughs> it just meant I had to drive the Phoenix two days later. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was fun. I had to sell my dad's car. Yep. So speaking of more shopping shit. Well, really this, quick. It's this, funny because you found tires for a good deal. And I recently just, we were talked about this, but I got tires for not a good deal. So, hey, look, everybody wins. Your tires weren't that bad of a deal. No, but still, it's so freaking expensive. Well, that's the it's thing. It's crazy. Because my mom's, the Pontiac Vibe. 15s? They're 16s. It's a 205, oh, okay. 55, 16. Which should be basically free. Which is basically like the most common, mm-hmm. like, econo car size tire. So Honda Civics, Toyota Corollas, like everything. That's what I'm saying. They should be basically free. Because it's the, the volume right. for that tire size alone. And I was surprised how many tires were like 190 bucks, 240 bucks. I'm like, who the fuck is spending $1,000 on tires for an economy car? I don't know. It's also the number of manufacturers that are putting like 20 22 23 24 stock wheels just stop stop and then people buy these things they have no idea these tires are three or four hundred bucks a piece yeah one it's it's, the other thing is is interesting is like back in the day i used to do um cell phone hands-free kits for the the local bmw dealer yeah and so i'd always go to the parts counter to grab the parts and and go into the back and do the install for them uh, because i was cheaper and faster than them doing the the accessory installs in-house right and seeing how many customers would be upset finding out that how much one tire cost or how much one wheel and tire cost because they curbed you know like a pothole or something was amazing yeah and it's yeah people don't realize the cost of rubber is well especially when you get into big sizes like that oh yeah especially on things that don't need it like your suv doesn't need to be on 23s especially with like a 35 series sidewall yeah it's stupid you feel every little like the telluride has 20s right or 21 20s i think they're 20s yeah i they have a different model that comes with 18s like the yeah right that would have made more sense to me i know it it is interesting how you kind of want the you want the thicker sidewall for the the cushier ride but like the higher trims give you the lower profile tires yeah. and you're like, ah. Because they're sportier, bro. Yeah. Well, and sometimes, you know, aesthetically, the bigger wheel does. Oh, I should get a dub sticker. <laughs> I should make a dub sticker for it, actually. I'm surprised that uh, that OEMs haven't actually started calling that out more. I remember back in the day when yeah. dubs, dubs Well, dubs are the thing, man. Yeah, there was dub edition vehicles. You I actually get. saw a dude with an Escalade and he had 22 inch 
There you go. Like he had stickers that said 22 inch. They weren't the old ones. Like somebody made these ghetto, Uh but they said 22 inch right next to it. Are they gone as fenders? And I was (laughs) laughing. I was like, bro. And this dum-dum was a single dude in the carpool lane. Oh, in an escalator. Come on, man. Maybe he had a dead body in the back. I don't think that counts. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. They they say two people. If anyone's out there knows, do dead bodies count? Because pregnant women can don't go count. in carpooling. They, oh, they is, don't. I don't think that counts. I think oh. I've seen people, pregnant people, getting pulled over. But that was. Does that you think? Never. I'm not gonna that was one about. of the greatest. Yeah, that was <laughs> one of the greatest perks of being a parent to a toddler. Was you've got like carpooling? You know, yes. Even though it's. Even though useless. it's like a six-month-old yeah. kid, because yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like he's gonna be driving his own car. I'm not right. taking anything off the road. Right. But. Is, yeah, it's silly. Well, that's why you get the the people that cheat the system with like a an old car seat, a stuffed animal, and like a hat in the back seat. It is amazing. I think I've told you this before. The number of people that are just by themselves in the carpooling that just don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. Meanwhile, when I was going out to Arizona, it was you know when you get out past like out by Palm Desert, right? Yeah. The carpoolings that are out there are only the Monday through Friday ones. Right. But nobody it's from knows. certain times a day. Yeah, yeah. nobody reads. So I was flying along. Yeah. It was great. The uh, the other thing that's interesting is at least in the state of California, you'll you'll see in the carpool lane, it'll be the science's uh, carpool lane violations, $376 minimum or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something weird. And that's just the minimum. Right. And the reason why I bring this up is um, one of Grayson's buddies got busted by the police for being in the park sitting on the grass next to his bicycle, but because he didn't have a helmet. Wait, what? So if you're under the age of 16, yeah, state of California law, you have to have a helmet. Right. So he, even though he wasn't riding his bike when he got busted by the cops, because he was in the park with a bike, he had to get there, you know, get back. Maybe, maybe he pushed it. Maybe. But anyways, so he was given a, a I guess, a citation or a summons, and he had to go with his parent to report to an online virtual court. But... How much do you think the 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 penalty is for not wearing a bike? Three seventy six. It's two hundred bucks. Are you serious? But the crazy thing is, is like if you look it up, like the uh, Orange County, the County of Orange uh, in California has a fee schedule or a fine schedule. Of course, they for do. every violation. Yeah. The actual fine is twenty five dollars. So what's the rest of it? Fees court fees, local like administrative fees and, it, and, you, and they break it down and you see it add up. So that 376 minimum? Yeah, it's $20. Or it's 376 plus the court fee plus oh, yeah, that. Right, so right. it ends up being like 8-900. But nobody ever gets pulled over for it. At least I've never seen anybody get pulled over for it. Well, I did see but how, today. But how do you know if you see somebody pulled over what they got pulled over for? Unless you they, saw Well, if, it, if they're pulled over to the left, which I've seen before. True. True. Right? That does happen. Probably what they're pulled over for. Yeah. I did see uh, <laughs> four cop cars today that pulled over one car. That usually means somebody's getting arrested. Probably. It's a good use of resources, though. Oh, well, that's the thing. Is like That's kind of the point <laughs> my wife and I had with, with the kid getting a ticket for not wearing a helmet. It's like... Really? Was that dude just crusty? I don't know. He must have just been a jerk. It was a motorcycle cop. Uh, of course it was. Yeah. And so, what city? Uh, was it RSM? Yeah. Oh, really? Because the moto cops in Irvine are the biggest jerks. I think motorcycle cops in general. The ones around here, actually, are the only cops around here that are cool. Really? The rest of them are kind of tools. Because, I mean, it's motorcycle cops are a different breed because like, I, I see that cops in a police car yeah. perhaps can stop crime. Motorcycle cops, I don't see stopping crime. They're mostly They're, traffic, unless exactly. you watch Chips. 
Then they're everything. Then they're awesome. Yeah. Ponch and John were pretty legit. But I mean, if you do get pulled over by a motocop, don't call them Ponch or John. They don't think it's funny. It's they probably do, but it's their joke and you can't join in on their fun. Mm, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I just don't think, I don't see them finding that humorous. Oh. Uh, Jeanette and I even refer to ourselves as Ponch and John because I'm clearly the Latino one, so I'm Ponch. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And she's the American, so therefore she's John. Maybe it's because I ride and I've talked to a bunch of them. Yeah. Like with the bike. Okay. So they're all pretty nice. Maybe. But the Maybe. Mo- the, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's interesting to see like how crazy the penalty fee schedule is. And it's simply just a bunch of bullshit like court fees. I'm still baffled that they bothered a 15, 13, whatever year old kid. Yeah. And then uh, the the virtual court, apparently he had to wait in the queue, and it was two hours on Zoom that they had to wait. So, like, Grayson usually walks to school in the morning with with the neighbor, and he had to go solo because the neighbor had to go to court. (laughs) And so I'm like, he had to go to court, and then I ended up talking to to the kid, and he's like, oh, no, no, we just had to go on Zoom and wait. Uh And the entire thing, so after waiting two hours. 22 seconds. He just had to pick up and show that he had a helmet on the video camera for the Zoom chat, and then everything was dismissed. I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. So they literally wasted everybody's time. Yes. Because some cop had a yep. stick up his ass. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. I would get his name and file a complaint. Yeah. Well, I mean, Not you, the parents. No, like, I, I know, would. I know. But I mean, what's it going to do? I mean, it's... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I You would hope it would do something. <laughs> Dude, when I was in... When I lived in the Bay Area, I... I didn't put my license plates on my, I had the last T-Rex I had, 2011 T-Rex. I didn't put license plates on it because why? Right? I had the temp tag in the, th- in the window. Yeah. I had the, the, I would freshen up the, you know, the dealer. The paper. Insert. Yeah, insert. I'd freshen that up because I worked there. I would just get a new one. Oh, there So you go. some meter made. Somebody comes like, hey man, they're writing tickets. I was like, cool. So I run out back, move my car. And the meter made dude in his little Jeep followed me onto the property which first off get off the private property yeah don't like that he followed me starts screaming at me about how you've had that car for eight months and i'm like no man i don't know what you're talking about it's brand new he got out of his little car uh-huh. walked over ran the vin number uh-huh. and then proceeded to follow me to write me a ticket oh wow well my neighbor at the time was a cop and i went over to my neighbor and was like hey man can you sign this off he goes yeah what happened and i told him and he looks at the ticket and he looks at the guy's name and, and he knows the guy. He goes, oh, this asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently the kid. So the story was, and I joked about him. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You're just a meter maid and you couldn't pass police academy or whatever. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and so the dude just had this huge chip, chip on, on his, his shoulder. shoulder. But like you got out of your little fucking Jeep. Yeah. Your little shitty Jeep. And you came over, got the VIN number. Yeah. Wrote it down. Walked back to your little Jeep. Put it in. Saw me move my car. And you could have just let it go. Yeah. But you followed me onto my property. Now, did you see him again after that, after getting the ticket signed off? Because yeah. that would be awesome. It was just like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, I was like, what? okay. What are you going to do? Yeah. The guy, it, but it was funny because my neighbor was like, oh, God, this guy. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. So, uh, I, uh, you know, it's weird. That's all. That's all I got with this stupid ticket. I don't get a lot of tickets. I did have the neighbor come over I have been given- on Thursday and tell me I was going to get a ticket. For what? Thursday street sweeping, but with Labor Day, everything's been all screwed up. Yeah, it pushes so, it off a day, right? So the trash and the stuff was out. No, it didn't push off a day. It was still the same day, but they weren't writing tickets. Oh, because I, I... So my trash day in my neighborhood is Thursday. And so with, with Labor Mine's Day... Wednesday. With Labor Day being on Monday, it's... I can't... I, I put the trash cans out no matter what 
so they're ready for pickup on Thursday, regardless of the Monday before it was a holiday. Right. Because I can't make rhyme or reason as to when they actually pick up on the scheduled day or when they don't. I don't get it either. Because sometimes they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes they don't. So this past week, they did not pick them up on Thursday. The trash ended up getting picked up on Friday. But there's been times where I've been bit in the ass where I'm like, oh, they're picking it and up on yeah. Friday. And they come around on Thursday and you're like, yeah. fuck. Well, so I, we put everything out. And then so Thursday, they were both picking up trash and street sweeping. So because there's a bunch of stuff, they're not going to write tickets. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense. But the neighbor comes over. Oh, I can. I hear the street sweeper. You better move your car. I'm like, okay, thanks, Bill. And so I, <laughs> I had to rearrange the whole driveway to fit, to fit a car in, and it's blocking the sidewalk. So I was like, yeah. I'll just wait until it's done, and then went out and moved it. And it was, they weren't giving tickets. <laughs> but Labor Day, so we went camping, came home on Sunday night because I didn't want to deal with the traffic. Okay, right on on Monday because it was so going out that way. We left late. I would say we left probably two thirty. Okay. And so going out, Castaic was like a four hour odyssey oh, to get over. So we yeah. went out through Mojave. Right. Right. Went around and it was fine. It was I mean it was still four five. But at least you're hour. moving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was still a long time. But anyways, uh wanted didn't want to deal with all that. So we came home. Get home. The washing machine breaks, which is cool. We've been having some problems. <laughs> How old is it though? I mean, it's old, but we've been having some issues where it, it would like uh, fill up and then stop. So the motor just is freezing up. Uh, it locks up. Yeah, it locks up and it, it would eventually sort of maybe sometimes start working again and like whatever. Yeah. So, okay. So we've got a problem with that. Go to move some stuff Sunday in the garage and there's freaking maggots everywhere. So something we put in the trash can got oh. infested, and it, they were just pouring out of the trash. Ah. So then it was cleanup. Yeah. Yeah, it was horrible. It was gross. So cleaning all that up. It was like super relaxing weekend, and then Monday, <laughs> which is fine. So we haven't been able to do laundry, so if I smell, I'm sorry. But at least Monday, like I, I kind of like the idea of coming home a day before. Yeah, so you have work. nothing to do. Right, so right. You have a chance to kind of relax Kind of get your wits about you. Like when we travel, we try to come back on a Saturday so that we have the Sunday to recover before starting the school week or the work week on the yeah. on the following Monday. So that that that's a sound logic. No, I liked it. Other than we got home and it yeah. everything broke, uh, so it's yeah. fine. That is always fun. Yeah. So oh, and then so I order. I think Tuesday I ordered a new washer and dryer. But it's replacing both. Yeah, They're both old. Order a new washer and dryer. Now what? How old is old? More than a decade. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, because we, 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 we've talked about this. Like, before. they're the kind where they're still enamel. Okay, so like they're, they're old school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very old school. But it's funny. So, I wake up or order everything. Cool. We found the ones we like. Wake up the next morning for some reason. Like, I had been in there measuring and looking yeah, yeah, at yeah. everything and checking the vents. And for whatever reason, I wake up the next morning. I'm like, you know what? Something, something doesn't seem right. So, yeah. I walk in there. I didn't look. It's gas. Right. And I ordered an electric. I'm and like, the oh. gas is cheaper or more electric? The same price. The same price. Same okay. price. But I was like, oh shit. So I had to cancel everything. Oh no, I lied to you. Gas was like $100 more. Yeah. So I had to cancel everything, reorder. Luckily, the, the shipping and everything was the same. Right. So we'll still get them, hopefully, fingers crossed, Tuesday. But still, I, if I hadn't gone out there and thought about it, we would have then. Gotten delivery of something that you. We couldn't use. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no 220 in there. Because the, uh, the thing that's interesting is like, Appliances that I have purchased or my parents have purchased are just, they last forever. Yeah. And then the appliances that I've purchased since being a homeowner. Do like, not. 
Right. The whole idea of like planned obsolescence is so much more of a thing now with modern appliances. They're being built to such a low price point just to get the 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 shopping volume, I guess, or because of big box retailers and their requirements that you're lucky if your appliances last like a decade. Yeah. Maybe five years and then like start shit starts to fail. Like the When it's crazy too, like you either pay say like fifteen hundred dollars or four thousand dollars. Right. Like there's no the real Delta, yeah. in between. Like it doesn't even make any sense. Like I remember when I, I first started working, I I, uh, I had a job at, at Circuit City and uh, I bought my mom a washer and dryer for her for her condo. Yeah. And I got like magic chef or something like that. But they were just the old school top loader, you know, yep. washing machine and dryer with a hard, like pretty much bulletproof enamel, almond right. enamel finish. Those things they are probably still work. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's they've got to be like twenty five years yeah. old at this point. Well, the thing Flawless. about it is, uh, this one we we could replace a motor. Yeah. Like I could put the motor in. It's about costing probably four hundred bucks. Right. To do it myself. Right. Six if I pay somebody. Yeah. But at that point, like, it'll just keep, like other stuff keeps breaking, right. and I get to the point where I'm like, I can't just put money into a thing oh, yeah. indefinitely. Because I mean, we when we bought our house, uh, we bought uh, Whirlpool Duet Sport, uh, the high efficiency front loader, yeah. bullshit washer and dryer. And probably right before the five year mark, shit started breaking. Uh-huh. So I had to replace pumps. I had to replace uh, drive belts and pulleys for the dryer. Um, and so I had those appliances apart probably two or three times a piece. Yeah. Before we ditched them. Yeah, and eventually, like, I don't want to do this again. At about the 10 year mark, we're yeah. like, we're done with it. Because right. the control panel, it's, they're not, it's their touch buttons, but they have the little plastic domes. Oh, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. And so, so there's still a switch inside. There's still a switch, yeah. but the plastic domes are starting to crack. Right. It's starting to wear, and it's like, okay, that board is going to fail. And that's probably not cheap. Exactly. That's yeah. going to be the most expensive damn part. It's like, fuck. Yeah. So then we ended up, we bought uh, LG. Uh, washer and dryer and we we got away from the front load so we have a top load but it is high efficiency oh interesting but it is a top load we went to a front from and, a top yeah and it's it's been fine yeah and the only reason i think we went back to the top load is because the uh we have a our laundry room is upstairs and it's got they're behind bifold doors oh yeah yeah and so with they're the front not load, as deep right and with the front load you, you got to leave, leave the door open, yeah. open and it was hard to do with the bifold doors whereas with the top loader you can leave that open all the time my argument for going to front load was we can use the tops of them as counter space yes or put true. a counter in that is true right because the way that laundry room that like we're our laundry room is pretty narrow yeah so we lose a little bit of space right but we gain counter and yeah. so that was my argument yeah that makes sense yeah did you do the pedestals no, dude, they're two hundred and seventy dollars a piece. Right, it's another five hundred bucks. Plastic just, stool. Uh huh. No, but it's got a drawer. I don't care. What it's about, too stupid. Oh, I agree. I one can't of, pay that much. One of the ones I saw, instead of just being a drawer um, spacer unit, yeah, it's a full-on washing machine. I saw that. It's a Samsung unit. Yeah, yeah, it's and a so second you, little washer. Yeah, so you have a small load mm. or something you can wash, and it's like. <laughs> dude, I just imagine that leaking or something and just like, uh uh-uh. Oh, nightmare. Yeah. Uh, we did get, though. We ended up with his Samsung Bespoke. Ooh. Yeah, the series is called Bespoke. I don't think they're actually building them for us, but they are called Bespoke. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of bullshit. Yeah, and you'll probably find out when you take delivery that your appliances will have a smartphone app. Oh, do they do? Yeah. So we've got Alexa enabled. Oh. I have never in my life been like... You want to enable. Oh. <laughs> Alexa, hush up. I have never in my life thought, you know, stop. I have never in my, sorry. I have never in my life been like, you know, what would be great if I was at 
uh, I don't know, I was in New York and, and I, I could start my laundry. But the funny thing is you can't. Like I have the what do app. You mean? So I have the LG appliances and so you can monitor them uh, from your smartphone app so mm-hmm. you can see how much time is left before you need to go, you know, pull the dryer load out or whatever. Yeah. But you can't turn them on or off. So you have to manually turn them on in person to have it on standby and then you can control from your phone. But once if it's turned off and you want to turn it on, you have to physically walk over to the unit. But the thing that I actually miss is the washing machine used to tell us when it was due for a cleaning cycle where you just throw the little tablet in there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't I know. even know you had to do that. I know, I know. Um, but the app updated, and as part of the update, it no longer tells you that. Because it would tell you after every 10th cycle that you were doing. 10 cycles? Yeah. That's too many. I know. Or not enough. That's basically like once a month, it seems like. Around here, that'd be once a day. You've run that many loads of laundry? Dude, we have two dogs. Oh, uh, We yeah. have two dogs, a lot of stuff. I wash all my gi and stuff every time I go to jiu-jitsu. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's gross. Yeah. We, I think for us, a normal weekend is like three loads. Yeah, through I the wash. We just kind of do it through the week through so the week, that it's yeah. not, you know what I mean? So it's, it's not overwhelming pop- yeah, yeah, one yeah. day. Yeah. Although, we're yes. have a lot. <laughs> plenty to do. Uh, I don't know. I think it's... The whole thing is just ridiculous. Like appliances are expensive. Just remember, you're like, listening to the ungrown-ups as we talk about appliances and laundry. Yeah, this is not the CE. Yeah, we are. CR. We are pretty damn course. fucking boring. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think this is good, solid advice for people. Listen, if you want a solid washer, I've done so much research recently. Just send me an email. I'll fucking help you out. I spent two days looking stuff up. Yeah. And it was... Yeah, same thing. When, when I went to buy mine, I, I did the yeah. same thing. And I think the the reason why I picked the ones that I did were they were wire cutter top picks. Oh, yeah. And that's what narrowed it down. And, and honestly, like all of the major appliances and major electronics that I've purchased in the past. Have been from that. Yeah. Yeah. In the past probably decade almost. I don't know how long the wire cutter has been around, but they've been bought because of wire cutter recommendations and they've all been great. They've yeah. all worked well. I haven't had any reliability or usability issues with them. So. Thanks, wire cutter. Yeah. Hey, you know, I. But it's interesting. Remember you, New York Times, for putting behind a paywall. Yeah, it's so (laughs) stupid. Remember when Consumer Reports was the hot deal? And honestly, I never cared what Consumer Reports said. Yeah, I I think it's Consumer Reports is it's like the Better Business Bureau. It's like a A little for old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like older. It's funny you say that. But I I think it's true. Like it's it's something that our parents would rely on. Well, it's funny you say that because somebody's dad always tells me about consumer reports yes and they're older so exactly yeah, yeah that makes sense it's funny yeah it's funny but the like even so we've got you know just along that same deal or this this same to- line of topic i suppose mm-hmm. uh the garage door so i we have a my q garage door opener well you have a garage door opener that says my q on it it does it says my q but it does not say wi-fi or which built in or anything it, it just says my q which screws us up Yes. So in order to get connectivity, I have oh, to spend. And, and MyQ basically refers to a smart ecosystem. home platform ecosystem yeah. that allows you to remotely control your garage opener through a smartphone app. Right. Because we can't see the garage door. And no, I left it open last night, I think is what happened. So finally today I start, I'm like, okay, I'll seriously look at this stuff. I've tried it once before. I have to buy a $140 module. Yeah. It's How much, much is a new garage door opener? Couple hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. So, like, why wouldn't I just do that? Well, labor. 
But I can put it in. You just take the one and put the other. Yeah, you don't have to deal with a tension spring because no. that's the that's the killer. And it's got it's a belt. Yeah, those are easy enough to do. That is true. I just don't understand. I, I don't I don't know. It's also eight years old. Which doesn't seem again. This is like this planned obsolescence thing where it's right. like you would think eight years ago was Why, it? They, didn't they have Wi-Fi eight years ago? Yeah, right. And that whole platform, that MyQ platform, existed eight years ago. Right, because it says it right on the side of it. And I, I think we've talked about this before, but like people that invest in a smart home accessory, you know, they get the smart switches, the smart outlets, and all this stuff. Yeah. The biggest challenge is not so much the reliability of the product. It's the longevity of the company that's willing to actually support the online connected services. Or the ecosystem. Right. Right. And so they, the, like, they'll go out of business and you're like, fuck, I can't use my app to control anything. Or right. my smart switches are now dumb. Yep. And you get used to having all that connectivity. So then you have to go buy all new hardware and all new ecosystem to do all this shit. Hopefully that's moving forward. That's not going to be an, uh, an issue. I hooked up a, I have a Hue the Philips here. Yeah, yeah, the light thing. Light yeah, box. yeah. I we got a new router, so I put the I finally put the Hue hub <laughs> into the system. It took an act of God to get it to connect to get it to work this time. For yeah. whatever reason, it was like, nope. I had to completely cancel my account and re-sign up. Oh wow! It was a whole thing, but it's that same deal. It's because oh, all of these things have been updated. Yes. But now you're in this weird spot where you have. The Hue thing is what maybe five years old, six years old, and it didn't foresee. Yeah, so now it's like well, it's long, it's older than that. It's probably seven or eight years old, and so there's like, yeah, it kind of works, but it doesn't totally work, and it's just not, dude. It's plugged in. You have to hardwire it to the router. Yeah, so you have an internet still, cable plugged in, and it still doesn't see it. It still doesn't see it. Yeah, I'm like, the, how is that possible? There's a a smart home connectivity platform called Matter, mm-hmm. and so that is supposed to be an industry common ground. So if you have a um, what is it? Apple Home Kit. Yeah, that's compatible with Matter. The Google Home is compatible with Matter. So right. hopefully, if you buy a Matter compatible device, you should be good to go indefinitely for as long as the Matter platform is around. Exists. But at least it's not tied up to a specific manufacturer. Well, a lot of a lot this of stuff. These- now, what I was going to say, a lot of this stuff, though, yeah, you can get like this kit or this kit or something that bridges it. Yeah, but you. There's paywalls behind all this stuff. Oh now. yeah. Or like if you want, like you want a Nest doorbell or Ring doorbell or you whatever. You have to have that subscription. To you have to have a subscription, or you can't actually look at anything. Yeah. But what's the point? So like I have a, uh, I have cameras around the house just for, more for convenience. Which ones do you else. have? The Eufy ones because they don't have a subscription. Ah. And I can access them from the cloud and everything like that. Right. Um. And so but I do you went, have a doorbell. I don't have the doorbell, but I have a camera right above the doorbell. So, so if you see. were to get the, but if you were to get a doorbell, do they make one or do they you, do make one? So you couldn't get a ring and put it into that system. No, again, a different ecosystem, but, right. but my ecosystem is subscription free, right? I can pay for a subscription that does add cloud backup storage. Oh, okay. But it's got a local storage in my house that uses an SD card. So it saves it there and oh. I can still access it from the cloud. So. Yeah, yeah. So what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it, it is kind of shitty how now things are going to, who cares about the hardware? Let's make money on the software and everything is now software enabled. So like for work, I've got an office 365 subscription. Yep. I've got a Adobe yep. uh, subscription and all these things. When you look at it, it's just like what used to be a one-time purchase of like $800 with a software is now like 500 bucks a year. I don't have Adobe stuff on my personal computer anymore. Right. Cause they, because well, I'm not going to pay the freaking subscription. Yeah. 
And if I do, like, if I pick up a client project for design or something, I pay the month. Right. And then get sense. rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not, it's expensive too. It's a couple hundred dollars a month, or I mean, a year. Oh, yeah. It's stupid. But then I also have stupid subscriptions that I'm willing to pay for. Like, my wife and I have a MeUndies subscription. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, not a, it's, it's weird that they even have a subscription. <laughs> yeah. That we subscribe right? to underwear. Yeah. But it's it's been great. It's been fun. I mean, it's but bizarre it, when you, you turn them back in, and that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the Netflix of underwear. Oh, that'd be creepy. Oh, that'd be so weird. That's an OnlyFans idea, I think. Yeah, no. That's bizarre. <laughs> but, yeah, so it is interesting when you think about, like, all the things that you have individual subscriptions for. So, I mean, across entertainment. Streaming, yeah. Yeah, services. You know the one I can't figure out? I have Disney Plus. Yeah? I have Hulu. You can't merge them? I don't know. I think you can. Aren't they supposed to be one? That's Am I actually paying twice? I don't even know. I well, they were separate, but then until Disney went out and bought them recently right. and brought them all in. Yeah, but I, I have no clue. Yeah. Like, they don't tell you, hey, you have both. Yeah. Now well, you have one. They're not going to tell you, hey, sorry, you're paying us twice as much as you should be. Or you well, don't they should. Have, but it's not in their interest to do I so. I don't care what's in their interest. <laughs> it's in my interest, damn it. But, you know, I just, I don't know, whatever. So Speaking of interest. Speaking of interest, I have spread out across multiple mediums now. Yeah? Yeah. What are you doing now? For the last two weeks, uh-huh. I hosted trivia at a brewery. Where's the applause? Oh, uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the crickets. <laughs> yeah. Mm, it's actually probably more accurate. I think... Uh, How was it? It was really fun. So Now, the first... The first night you posted, you're like... Actually, this is what it should have been. Well, yeah, because it was hot as shit the first night. It was the Tuesday after Labor Day, right? It, yeah, it was really hot. Ended up having 16 teams, which I actually think is not bad. Even if they were two people apiece, it's 32 people. Yeah. Fine. Take it. There was more than that. but uh, So I, I've been going to Chapman Crafted for trivia for years. Okay. The guy that normally hosts it, Sean... We become friends. We've become friends because of right, yeah. going and whatever. He's super cool. He's into all kinds of nerdy stuff. And uh, he reached out a few weeks ago and was like, "Hey man, I'm going to be on vacation. Would you be interested in doing this? In doing this?" I was like, "Yeah, why not?" So it was. It, it's interesting. He wrote the game, so I didn't have to worry about say, that part. What's what did he have to hand over to you? So he gave me like there's the so it's a it's a written trivia. Okay, right. So, so you, there's answer sheets. So you hand questions. out like a photocopied piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. So he gave me the like he gave me all the sheets to make copies of. He gave me. I mean, he actually had to write all the trivia, okay. right? So there's five rounds. Um, there's a general knowledge, kind of a specific one. There's a music round. So he gave me the playlist and okay. the, the timestamps. And then he gave me the answers and whatever. Yeah. Then there's a um, a visual round and something. Anyways. Um, but then, you know, he gave a score. Like the on, he gave me access to the online score sheet and all that stuff. Okay. So you have, like, all the teams. And it's yeah. cool. It's set up. You put the team name, the points for each round, and it so tallies everything. So they can see it on the score? No, I can see it. Oh, okay. Screw them. Uh, I didn't I know if it was it. on a playing on a screen no, 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 where no, people... No. Okay. And I have the... Like, I've got to give him back the speaker and microphone and stuff. But all it right. was fun. I had a really good time. And you get free beer. Oh, that's not a bad gig. No. So I did that. And then... So I did it... That was two How weeks ago. How did he end up with that gig? Uh, he used to work for a different company that they used, and then he started his own deal, and they swapped so, over. Does he just get paid in beer? No, he gets paid in money. Yeah. Yeah, actual money. But you get paid in beer. I got paid in both. Oh, okay. So we split. Yeah, yeah the proceeds. Yep, yep, which is great. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, dude. So are you now his, like, 
alternate i guess i mean i'd like to that's cool yeah. we'll go do it again yeah but yeah and then the second time was this past tuesday and there were how well a lot of people how well would you have done on these two weeks of trivia well, i'm nights? glad i wasn't doing it <laughs> like the questions were that hard oh yeah oh, i don't know yeah, that yeah. Answer. I was like, I don't. people would come up so we have this thing where you once per round you can get a clue okay right so people would come up and i'd be like there were a couple ones i was like i wouldn't even know how to give you a clue <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what the F this is. Oh. So I would look some stuff up or whatever. And yeah. then it was funny. On the first week, there was this guy came up later and he's like, well, you know, you gave me the wrong clue. And I was like, okay. And he's like, you told me this, but this is the blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, fine. You know what, man? I'll give you the point. I don't care. Yeah. And I looked at him. I was like, you know, you're still losing, right? <laughs> And he's like, well, that's not the point. I go, okay. <laughs> well, you wanted me to fix it. I fixed it, but yeah. still Yeah, I mean, you're still not winning. It yeah. was really funny. And then uh, on the music round this last week, one of the... So uh, people from work showed up, which was kind of cool. They found out I was doing it, so they came. Oh, that's kind of cool. Nicole uh, and Drew and some other folks mm-hmm. were there. And then um, uh, actually somebody that I used to work with at uh, where you work now was also there. Oh, with yeah? a grip, a bunch of his friends, just okay. coincidentally. But it was funny. So, <laughs> one of the songs in the music round was a Dio song, and I was playing it, and the whole table that he was at just goes crazy. And I go, well, now we know where all the old people are, <laughs> and everybody was cracking up. It was good. Like, it's fun because like yeah, you having a lot of banter. banter yeah. There was a question where it was um, how many pit or how many pips are on two dice, a pair of dice. Oh, like right? all the little divots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be an even number. Yes. It has to be. Yes. Like, there's no choice. Right. There's 42. People were writing down 41. So many people. And I literally was like, it is disturbing how many of you can't count. (laughs) Like, it is quite frankly frightening. But it was great because, like, it was. I, I think I'm pretty good at having that banter and, yeah. like, having the, you know, I'm a witty enough person. So did, it was a good time. Did anybody notice that you weren't the regular guy? <laughs> Everybody. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, but it was funny. I, I had to be, like, you know, the first time I was like, hey, for those of you that are regulars, you'll notice I am not Sean. Yeah. And nor am I a Sean that got stuck in the dryer and shrank because he's a tall, white, bearded guy. Okay. Yeah, that was funny. Nice. But it was, it was good. And so one of the team, like, the two team, or one of the teams that came both weeks, one of them was uh, something like Sean is overrated. They made that their team name. And then, <laughs> and then this past week was Be More Cavalier. Aww, so I thought that was pretty good. That was a nice little shout out. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. I would like to do it again. I had a good time because I, I like think, going. Do you think Sean will get like some sort of like feedback for for your performances? Like, Do you think people will go, hey, you know, the guy that filled in for you did a great job or... I mean, I'm sure somebody will say something. Yeah. I got told, you know, I was like, there's one team that goes that wins a lot. Yeah. And that's terrible. Um, but like the, a couple of them were like, oh yeah, you're fine. You did fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm like, all right. Whatever. You suck. It's so hard to give a compliment. Come on yeah. now. And I just said, hey, you know, I, cause I have like also self-deprecating. So like, hey, you know, sorry, I'm terrible. Like yeah. joking around. And the one goes, oh no, you're fine. It's fine. Whatever. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> nice and they bring a dog with them all the time that just doesn't shut up the whole time I, but they haven't brought the dog since i think there's a baby involved now i am always surprised when people have dogs that just suck in public why they continue to bring them out like the because yappy dogs that bark care. at everything they don't care but how do you be so oblivious that you're to not it's being the aware same thing as d- the child that was slamming his feet against the booth at lunch today yes but they did stop eventually yes and thank goodness because that was loud. that that was fun that was my favorite yeah 
I, I don't. People just don't. I guess you just get used to it and you just ignore it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We had lunch together, everybody. We did. We held hands. We did. We, we, we sat on the same side of the booth. Yeah, we had quesabiria tacos. Oh, that was so good. It was so good. I've been craving pizza. So I haven't that, had pizza in a long time. Which is interesting because it seems like every episode we talk about Brewery X and pizza. So I know. And so it, it's their fourth anniversary this weekend. <laughs> and I haven't gone. Uh, well, you still got time. No. It, it, it's, it's You know how weekend. packed it's going to be? We were going to go last night and both of us were just like, there's no way. It's going to be way too packed. Yeah, but if you go at an off hour, like at four o'clock or something, it might be all right. There's no real off hours there. Oh. And it's also disgusting outside. It feels more like Texas than California right it now. It is a little humid. I don't like it. Yeah, we unexpectedly woke up to rain, which yep. in, in September in Southern California is not a very common experience. Not at all. And, well, we've had a hurricane a couple of weeks ago. I mean, True. We've had actually a couple of weekends of rain. Like, every time I consider washing my car, it rains. Oh, yeah. I, I paid to have both cars washed on, yeah. on Friday. So no, the other two cars, plus the the one that I washed the so day before. you washed three cars. Correct. And you don't have any of them in a garage. Nope. So they're all spotless. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my fault, probably. Well, I guess. Well, I mean, I did wash the cars. Isn't that how it always works? Yeah, that is pretty much yeah. the rhyme or reason as to why it rains. Yeah. yeah. I. Uh, so going back to Labor Day weekend, yeah. I was surprised how many houses I saw putting up Halloween decor Already. over Labor Day weekend. That seems a weekend too soon. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. It, for me, like, I don't you think... You can't I'll, wear white after Labor Day, and you must wait until after Labor Day to Halloween. To erect your, your 10-foot skeleton in the yeah. front yard? Yeah. I've, I've already seen two. We were at uh, Home Depot. Yes, the home of the, the 10-foot skeleton. Yeah, uh, earlier I was there. They have a Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington? Yeah. That's 12 feet tall, Ooh. and it sings. Oh, wow. And, it, like, it's animated the head. Yeah, yeah it's, it's creepy. But... But not in, like, a... It, they're $400, too. That's the thing. Is Where like, so do you put them? Yesterday, I went to Lowe's just because I was like, hey, I'm seeing all the Halloween decor. Maybe I should see what they have before it's all sold out or whatever. Are you going to get a giant doodad? No. Oh. Because where the fuck am I going to put that thing? Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Where does it go? I don't know. I I, I swear one of my neighbors, because they they overdo it with the the Christmas inflatables. Oh, yeah. Their entire yard and roof is covered in those things. I'm pretty sure they rent a storage unit. Oh, I guarantee you. To store their crap year round so that what six weeks eight weeks out of the year they can actually put it on display they probably have theirs up before thanksgiving uh no maybe Uh, maybe maybe the weekend right before how much electricity are they spending i don't know i don't think those those fan blowers are all that efficient but i mean at least mostly everything's led these days that's still but so i went to lowe's to, to see you know what kind of holiday crap they have yeah it the prices for shit is just unbelievable everything is unbelievable like we, we went to target the other day and we happened to walk down like the, the, the uh, halloween section the aisles yeah. the bags of candy that we bought last year were like eight bucks a bag those exact same bags that were 7.99 yeah are now 11.99 <laughs> so four bucks more a bag for probably less candy right like, you know unit size or whatever yeah. and it's like shit well gas is almost six bucks again i know it doesn't even make any sense. It, it does suck. But the highlight of my trip to Target was it's pumpkin spice latte season, I it guess. It is, yeah. Apparently that... And I can tell because I've seen... I've already spotted two pairs of Uggs in the wild. I did too. Yeah. Um, and so apparently 
for Starbucks, that's a thing, and it starts August. Like, it, I guess at the end of August is when they start serving the. the yeah, drink. they have like an actual date. Yes, I don't know, and apparently it's the twentieth anniversary. Oh, of, good of the beverage. I have no idea. I'm not a Starbucks drinker. I don't care. You know more than I do. Only because I was researching it for this topic. I see. Because I finally bought something that was pumpkin spice latte. But is it latte or just pumpkin spice? The packaging said pumpkin spice latte. That's even weirder. That's so weird. Because it's a foaming body wash. (laughs) So you got pumpkin spice latte bolas. Yes. So my ass is going to smell like pumpkin spice latte. That's My my pumpkins are going to Are you going to toot out pumpkin spice? And I'm also refining and toning at the same time. Ooh, I don't know what that is, but all right. It's some limited edition Tree Hut brand pumpkin spice latte foaming gel wash. And the the whole entire thing was like, we were walking through Target and we see everything is either pumpkin spice or maple flavored. Like, I guess that's just the flavor of fall. Mm, maple. And so I Google, I'm like, I wonder if they make pumpkin spice body wash. Of course they do. And sure as shit target had it yeah and it's sold like at ulta so it's those fancy targets that have the ulta store within the store things huh what do you mean oh like ulta beauty yes oh yeah yeah yeah. so it was that brand so this tree hut brand is sold at target and at ulta and it's a little fancy pants pumpkin spice latte flavored or enough wow it might be flavored one way to find uh, yeah, out. You just got a little dab. A little yeah. dab will do you. Yeah, just rub rub it on my gums. I don't really like pumpkin spice. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't mind pumpkin pie, but I, it's not like I ever crave it. I think it's all the cinnamon. See, I like cinnamon, though. I don't like cinnamon. I don't care for ginger much, either. But ginger snaps? Like, cookies are good. Nah, no, no, thank you. No? No. Nope. So what's what's your flavor or, or fragrance of fall? Like, what makes you think of... Besides Uggs, I like guess. bonfires. Okay. Or that, you know, chimney smell. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. The burning wood smell. Yeah, we used to have fires at my grandparents. Okay. And they lived in Visalia, so it would get cold. Yeah. You know, that and like the crunching leaves. Okay. I like that. Because when we walked into... Uh, <laughs> Girls dressed like Han Solo. Yes, that it, that that is the time of year. Yep. It, it is that time of year. Yep. I walked into um, Target on Friday. So uh, this past Friday was Jeanette and my 16th wedding anniversary. Yeah, congratulations. So, so we got married on 987. So this past September 8th was our 16th wedding anniversary. So I walked over to Target to grab some flowers and, sure. and, and make a little arrangement at home. And it smelled like cinnamon exploded all over the entryway because they had... Oh, oh yeah, at Target. No, this is at Trader Joe's out front. Oh, really? They had cinnamon sticks. Oh, yeah, yeah, the but, decorative things. But smell like yeah, cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's in full swing. That's like going into... I, Michael's is one of the hardest places in the world for me to go into. Because of that same fragrance. Be, yeah, everything. Yeah. But it always reeks. That and uh, when, the, when the Triple B was around, I used to hate going in there. Oh, because of the same thing? It had the same thing. Like, they had... I don't know what they had going on, but Bed Bath & Beyond smelled like Bed Bath & Misery. <laughs> So, for our anniversary, as is tradition, we did in and out As you should. As we did. And and so, we've now got, including our, our wedding, we've got 17 years of pictures of us uh, at in and out Do you need, like, a frame that's got them all? Well, that's it. the thing is, like, I don't know how many slots I'm going to need in that frame. Because if we, I mean, we're at well, 16. Well, you would hope it, it would be more. 
Well, yeah, of course. But I mean, I think, more, you, but I think what you need to do is pick like, okay, it's a two by four or something and, and then the just have a bunch years. of them. Oh, okay. Or you just have a bunch that are that size instead of one giant thing. Okay. Fair you enough. Know, same. I mean, two by four may not be the right size. Maybe I just get one of them digital frames and just oh, there load you go. it. Do you, have you ever purchased a digital picture frame? No, but weirdly. Like those were a thing like somebody 10 has, years ago. I know. And somebody had one. Oh, uh, one of my friend's parents got one. Like they got one for their parents so that they get a picture of the kids. Yeah, but it's one of those things that, that the digital picture frame was a thing. It's still a thing. But for such a short amount of time and then it completely went away. But it's still a thing. They make them. They make them, but they always seem like the cheap $20 yeah, holiday yeah. gift. Like well, whatever. Them, do you remember they had, they had the TVs that were art? Yes. What the, happened to that? Samsung still makes them. Oh. They make like a, a slim frame. Why? Uh, so that it looks like art and I they can guess. display art screensavers it's kind of weird it is kind of weird but hey did you want to watch my picture tv yeah well i think to me it seems like the idea of the digital picture frame went away thanks to the iphone yeah because realistically you can share photo albums like icloud and so you can have grandma and grandpa have access to an icloud folder i have one of those mini printers oh that printed out the little pictures yeah with the the stickers yeah and i actually bought this is funny funny or sad i'm not sure yeah i bought it so that I could put pictures on all the shoe boxes of the shoes of the shoes because oh, I have so many shoe boxes I can't ever remember which shoe is which. Okay, and and it works. It works great. And that's the only reason you use that that printer now. I mean, I've used it for other stuff, but yeah. mainly that's the reason. Interesting. Yeah. So I be, didn't say like I said it was either sad or funny or both. And it was it's, it's one both. more than the other, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so so we do the in and out tradition yeah. on on friday so that's the nice thing about our our anniversary Who do, you, do you have to have somebody take your picture no we do it ourselves selfie oh, I see. i've been doing the, the the family selfie for years and okay. it's been fun kind of seeing grayson get older yeah, yeah. and of course us get older right and then because i'm a fan of stupid facial hair uh-huh. you can see all the all different, different ones? facial hair i've had over the years all right because right now i'm rocking a, a pretty good white trash mustache yeah as i mean the white trash mustaches are good yeah, yeah and it was all because of the fourth of july i thought it'd be funny yeah I yeah just kind of hung on to it but um i actually was gonna do just a straight mustache and it's not been well received when i've talked about it oh i think you should we, we i'll do it i'll do the top i used seller, to have i used to have one and i've got i somewhere around here i have ray-ban aviators i do look way too much like a cop you want to do you want to be cops for halloween maybe we'll just get matching we'll cut maybe. our mustaches in similar ways halloween's on a wednesday is it on wednesday yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely a, a school night i know that it's like a wednesday this year i didn't know if it's it was such tuesday a or wednesday that's the other thing is like I it might be tuesday was it monday last year i don't know but i don't know whatever the hard part is is like it, it's i really think halloween should just be on a saturday Kind of like Thanksgiving's always on yeah. the the fourth Thursday well, that of the was, month. That was a we topic of conversation. Before, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because let's see, this year we're all it's looking a Tuesday. At, it's a Tuesday. Yep. Like I can't estimate what the proper amount of candy is to buy because it's a school night. Seven. You buy seven candies. <laughs> seven full size candy bars. Nope, just seven candies. Probably like just buy one Rolo of no no a, a handful of Werther's originals. There you go, or one Rolo <laughs> tube. And each kid that comes by, you just flick a Rolo into their bag, into their mouth. They, they okay. ha- <laughs> Open up. <laughs> you're taking this. Yeah, but um. Oh, you're allergic to caramel? Too bad. Can you be allergic to caramel? Probably I don't know not. if I've well I've, milk. I, the milk chocolate. Caramel's made out of milk, right? I don't know. It's made out of awesomeness. Sugar and milk. I just I'm making this up. I'm not going to fight no you. I have no idea. I've never made <laughs> I have no clue. That's that's the joy of being an ungrown up. We don't know what shit, nope. how shit's made. 
But um, oh, so, but I'm sure somebody will tell me after yeah. they hear this. So because of of the uh, our wedding tradition, we also followed up with an actual dinner uh, at a nice restaurant. So oh, nice. So yesterday, uh, Grayson and I, or Jeanette and I, in our third wheel, Grayson, the three of us, we went to uh, Capitol Grill. Oh, right. And that place is uh, good. it's it's a great spot. And we it sounds pretentious, but we actually have our a favorite waiter there. And so whenever we make reservations, we make the request, hey, can we sit? Steven. Rob. Rob. And Rob is a interesting dude because it took us a couple of times to realize that peeking out of his neck or out of his collar is a neck tattoo. Okay. And he's clearly like a, a straight edge punk kind of guy. Uh-huh. Like he, he's probably sleeved and everything, but you can't tell because he's got the, the crisp white dress shirt and yeah, the necktie I, and stuff. Yeah, because of where he's at. Right. Sorry, but, I, I've been scrolling because I found, I'm looking up. I want to know if there's milk in caramel. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. It's one of those dumb blogs where I've got to hear the history of caramel and their oh, history with the caramel. And their grandma and something like that. Yeah. Uh, it has sugar, butter, cream, salt. Okay. So I guess the, the butter and the cream would be the, your dairy there. Yep, there you go. Sorry. I had to, I had to find out. Uh, okay. So Rob... Rob Thomas. Yes. So Rob is Matchbox our... Matchbox 20? Is our... Yes. When he's not yeah. touring, he's serving a steak, steak <laughs> at sandwiches Capitol, exactly. at Capitol Grill. I thought so. But it's gotten to the point now, like, apparently when you make reservations, you have a profile. What do you with, mean? With the restaurant. Like, when we walked in, we were like, oh, yeah, you know, we... we uh, Jeanette was like, you know, you know I made reservations uh, at for three, um, and we're sitting in Rob's section. She's like, yes, it's, it's already noted in your profile. Oh. What? We, we have a profile? Weird. Do you also have like a wine cabinet? No. I do kind of want to get... I'm very intrigued at restaurants that have those wine locker, or like the, wine cabinet the, things. Yeah, the whiskey locker or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. How much do those things cost? I don't know, but who's going in there that often? Right. But like, I'm, I'm tempted to... Because at least the one at the Capitol Grill... You can see right inside. Yeah. It's got like a, a, a wire mesh right. door. Yeah. That's how most of them are. But I would buy it just to put like high C and Capri Sun or something like right inside. I'll bet you they've got rules. Oh, that is I'll only- bet you it's like, nope, you can only put these certain things in there and that like you have to buy X percentage of your wine from us. Yeah, I'll I bet you what, there's stuff behind it. I wonder what that is. I don't know. I've never, I mean, we're not wine drinkers enough to even consider that. Yeah. But, but I mean, like. I've got like four or five bottles of wine that I've had for four or five years. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, we certain spirits will, will consume, and Jeanette bakes with a fair amount of it. What is it like? What spirit do you go to? Malibu, because it ends up being like a multi multifunctional beverage. You do like a mixed drink with it. What's your yeah. What's your mixed drink of choice? It's just a Malibu and diet. Oh, it's just a nice little chill drink. Do you like pina coladas? Uh, Jeanette and Grayson do. Oh, okay. This threw me for a second. Yeah, they do. But yeah, they make ones without... They make the virgin pina coladas, yeah. Grayson, okay. like when we go to Hawaii, Grayson's all about the virgin pina colada. I was colada the same. I loved those. And uh, mudslide, or lava flows. What's a lava flow? Is it's, it daiquiri? It's pineapple and cherry. Oh, okay. Never heard of it. Yeah. I love pina coladas, weirdly. Um, but I have found recently, and it's they're hard to make because you can't really get chartreuse easily. Yeah. It's called a pina verde. Okay. And it's coconut and chartreuse and dude. Is that good? Oh my God. They're amazing. Do you have all the ingredients? I do. Ooh. You need one. I might have to try one. They're so good. Interesting. And I haven't made a mixed drink in a while. 
for varying reasons. But I also did just get a new Boston shaker that I've been dying to try out. What's a Boston shaker? It's the kind like at the bar with the two cups that go together. Yeah. Because I had the regular shaker like you would buy for your bar that's got the, you know, your the home small bar. small little cap on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And those leak everywhere. They're caca. So what makes a Boston one associated with Boston? Is it just a thing that came Great from there? Great question. I don't know. That's just what they've always been called in, as far as I know. It's probably the guy's last name. Probably. Like German chocolate or, shake. <laughs> or it's really in reference to the band. Oh. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But if you have the means and you can find the ingredients, Pina Verdes are... Now, how, how did you discover this? So I spent a lot of time in the bars. Yes. Uh, especially when I lived closer to the circle, I would wander over. And yeah. um, there was a bartender that worked at the... Um, oh, shoot. Boss Cat. And I can't remember oh, his name right okay. in a second. But I would tell him, hey... I like this. I, you know, or just make me whatever. And yeah. he's like, he works at this fancy place in LA okay, or in San Diego. Sorry. And he would be like, Oh, you like this? And like, I was like, he know, knew I like chartreuse and it's hard to find people yeah. that can work with that. And so he made me one, one day and I was like, Oh crap, that's so good. And then maybe a month or two ago, I was, I was just had a craving for it. And yeah. I, I have chartreuse. Where'd and you find that at? I've had a bottle of it for years. And but I is would, it like a BevMo thing? Is it like a... It's a good luck thing right now. It used to be BevMo, no problem. Yeah, no. So I, chartreuse is made by uh, monks in France, I think it is, France. But there's only like three people at any given time that know the recipe. And now, because the it's hip all of a sudden, the, yeah. it's really hard to get. And the monks are like, we don't care. We're not making more. It's like, $77.77. If you can find it. Yes. If you can actually find it, it's closer to 100 plus. Yeah. It's 110 proof. And this, this one's showing me it's like at Pavilions or Albertsons. If they have it in stock. If they have it in stock. So the, and it's a, it's a very herbaceous liqueur. Yeah, it's, it's a, a green herbal li- liqueur. Yeah. It's a, um, oh man, there's another word for it. It's an Amaro basically, as far as I'm aware. All right. So at any rate, it's, it's really good. It's, uh, I like it just on, like I'll have it over the rocks. Just it's been a, made by Carthusian monks yep, since ones. 1737, mm-hmm. according to instructions set out in a manuscript given to them in 1605. Yeah, and they have made it the exact same way, and apparently there's literally only three of the monks that know how to make it at any given time. And they can only make so much, and like, meh, we're just not going to make more. Did you know that it contains cinnamon? I do. <laughs> okay, because yes. after you were, you, were, you were saying I don't like straight cinnamon. Like. Like I even put like when I made birria last time, yeah, I it wanted like two, three cinnamon sticks. I put a half of one. So the ingredients state that it contains cinnamon, mace, lemon balm, dried hyssop flower tops, peppermint, thyme, cosmary, arnica flowers. I don't even know how to pronounce that. And angelica roots. There, sure. It's good. That's the point. There's two different kinds. There's chartreuse, green chartreuse and yellow. The only formally known element of the recipe is that it uses 130 different plants. There you go. Holy shit. Yeah. And what's crazy, so the, not crazy, but the color chartreuse yeah. is named after the liqueur. Right, right. Not the liqueur named after the color. And this is apparently the flavor-wise, it's it's got a very strong characteristic taste. It's very sweet, but, but becomes both spicy and pungent. Yeah. It's delicious. Interesting. It's so good. So anyways, my mom, year, uh, years ago, three, four, five years ago for Christmas, bought me a bottle and I left it there because nobody will drink it. I'm the only person that likes it. And so therefore, by leaving it there, it would last longer? Yeah. Well, and nobody's going to touch it. Right. So I right. knew it was always there. Yeah. Well, uh, recently I had a hair up my butt to have this this cocktail. So, so I went and grabbed over. it. Yeah. So there's that and there's another. Um, there's some good chartreuse cocktails out there. Point is, if you like pina coladas and getting get caught, caught in the rain, rain, that's the way to go. Nice. Pina Verde. 
Interesting. I have to look that yeah. up. I've told a, a couple people about it, and they've gone out and gone on the hunt and found the stuff they needed for it. Interesting. It's so good. Yeah, I don't know if I would be willing to go out and shell seventy-seven bucks on a bottle just to make one drink. Well, you're going to find. Fact, yeah. Yeah, and well, what's hard about it is you're not going to find it for seventy-seven dollars. Right. If you it's going to be a hundred and plus. Yeah, and I mean it, it. It's interesting because, like I said, they used to just it was fine. You just go find it on the shelf. Yeah. But because it's become popular, and the monks are just like, we're not making extra, dude. Yeah, we make what we make, so it's hard to find. Interesting. Yeah, there's a shortage. So remember how before we went to uh, Grace and I went to Pikes Peak, Colorado. We talked about Casa Bonita reopening. Yeah, yeah. did Denver. you go? No, because I signed up to get notified when you can buy tickets. So. Uh, the- uh, uh. I just got that email this past weekend. Oh, no. Are you going to make a special trip? I might have to. When? Okay, so, so you buy tickets, but are they timed or something? So it's a very interesting concept. So the restaurant previously, maybe you made reservations, maybe you just walked in. Yeah. The new setup is more like a medieval times type of thing. You buy a reservation ticket. Yeah. And it's it's run through open table. So the I got emailed saying I can now buy tickets to go to Casa Bonita for dinner. Yeah. And there are two ticket options. One is like the general admission that's thirty nine ninety nine per person that includes uh, food and soda. Yeah. Or I can get a cliff diving view Ooh. for forty five ninety nine. Why would you 44. not? Yeah, why would you not spend yeah. an extra five bucks? Yeah. So the link takes you to like an open table type. For another five bucks, can you cliff dive? I don't know. Right? But it takes you to an open table link that allows you to see dates and the restaurant is only open it looks like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, something like that. Okay. And the, and it's only for dinner on Thursday, Friday and then I think Saturday, Sunday they're open for lunch and dinner. Okay. And the link that they email you is good for 90 days. So I can keep checking in because oh, yeah, I the see, availability yeah, when yeah. it keeps moving. But you're going to end up on a random day. Potentially, well, you can yeah, but you can pick your like if it's open. But when you look at the dates, it's yeah. giving you like three weeks of oh, Thursday through yeah, Sunday yeah. Right. openings, and then you pick on the date, and then it'll give you the times available or whatever. I'm kind of contemplating because usually between Christmas and New Year, I get that week off. I do too, and I'm thinking about buying tickets that week. Yeah, and road tripping out there That'd be funny. just to go get Casa Bonita because then it's like well I, I don't know because the restaurant has been open since end of June yeah something like that so at this point now it's been coming up on three months right that it's been open I don't know how long this reservation online booking thing is going to go before they let it become like a regular I would guess a long time but you think because at, they have more control over it. True, but you would think at this point, like three months, you the process would be open. You just go to the website and pick a date and do it, rather than this invite um, yeah, email. Yeah. So the the link is good for for ninety days. So I can keep checking, and it'll. Keep, How far out does it go? Uh, right now, it's doing basically the end of September. Okay. So I'm hoping by maybe November, I'll be able to see December dates. But it's also possible to buy or to pick your dates and you know pay, prepay for whatever. And then reschedule. So then it's like, maybe I do that and I just keep rescheduling. Because maybe we go out to oh, Pikes I see what Peak. You're saying. Yeah, yeah. Next Pikes Peak in the winter. Well, maybe we go out to Pikes Peak next, next summer. Oh, I get it, yeah. And do it at the same time. Right. Or, I, I, I don't know if Grayson and I... It could be a fun little road trip, though. 
It could be. That's what I'm thinking. Because usually we don't do anything that week between Christmas and New Year. So it would be like a fun adventure. Right. So maybe we do that or... In Colorado in the winter in the snow. Yeah. That would be great. Haven't done it. Or it could be horrible. It could be. Yeah. And with the weather that we've been having, it's completely unpredictable. It's it's hard to figure out what to expect. It's either going to be hot or 400 inches of snow. Yes. I don't think there's going to be an in-between. And then at that point, it's like, well, would you rather fly or drive? I mean, drive. That's what I'm... Well, yeah, I'm I'm thinking I would drive just because, I mean, the the, the weather nightmares, I think, are a bigger hassle when you're dealing with the snow. You need to do Bonneville, though. Like, you need to go to Speed Week. That's another thing you guys got to do. When is that? Uh, Wasn't it just recently August-ish? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a bunch of things at the end of August that I want to do, but I haven't had a chance to do. One of them is is Bonneville. One of them is uh, Car Week in Monterey. Yeah. Um, You've never been there? I was... I, we've been there. We vacationed there. Right... Our, the end of our vacation was just the, the early start of oh, Car Week. Oh, got it. Yeah. So cars were rolling into town, but none of the shows or yep. events or festivities no had started yet. No started yet. Right. So we just missed it. But I would love to do that. Um, even just like for the historic racing yep. or anything like that. So th- there are a fair number of like car bucket list experiences that that take place in august that i haven't had a chance to do i got lucky living up there because i got to spend many years at the historics many years at uh motors like moto gp yeah so like being i was basically two hours away yeah we were at the the mall yesterday um and there was a porsche design store in the mall uh, what mall were you south at? coast plaza oh yeah, yeah yeah and so we we were in the mall and they Why had, are you at south coast plaza because that's where the capitol grill is Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, and the Lego store. Yeah, yeah. And so we were right there. And Din Tai Fung. Yes, and Which Grayson saw the huge like they have a huge LED graphic wall and at the Porsche thing. Yeah. Oh really? And they had a a, a big thing for the Ren Sport reunion. Oh it's yeah, coming yeah. Up, yeah. Uh, end of this month, I think. Yeah. And Grayson's like, I want to go to that. And it's like, okay, it's another thing to go check out. Right. So. And that's at. Uh, I think it's Laguna Seca. Yeah. I think it is this year. Yeah. Is it always there? I think so. Uh, yeah, but we, they also just did a big thing at for the anniversary of the nine eleven, right? At, the seventy fifth anniversary. Yeah, and I didn't go to that. Did you go to that? No, they they did. They did a Peterson at, thing, and they did one at PEC. Yeah, at Pecla. It's not called Pecla. It's called PEC LA. Yeah. You, uh, they were like very. We, we do not call it Pecla. Yeah. I do. I call it Pecla. Just like Chevrolet doesn't call it Chevy, they call it Chevrolet. Chevrolet. It's a Chevy. Yeah, it's a Chevy. A Chevy. Yep. Speaking of Chevy. I had one carve my hands up when I worked on it the other weekend. Why were you working on a Chevy? My buddy has a uh, a 2500 HD because he okay. actually uses it for towing. He's got a big travel trailer and stuff. He had a uh, 1500 and it did the job okay, but it struggled with the grapevine and some yeah. of these longer grades and elevations. So he got a bigger truck. The downside to it being a bigger truck is it's overcompensating. And so the hood is just massively tall. Yeah, yeah. So his forward visibility is quite shit. Terrible. So put a camera in. I put a front yeah. camera on, and so there's an ex- there's a official GM accessory that oh, adds, cool. adds a front camera on it. It's nice that it's hopefully wired for it. Then uh, it's not wired for oh. it. You got to put the module in, <laughs> but it's put an it, accessory, a T harness, cool. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those like reverse engineered accessories, right? Um, but it chewed up my hands, so it looked like I got into a bare knuckle brawl with somebody because my knuckles were all bloody metal yeah and what it was was um the camera went on really easily the module snapped into place really easily running the camera cable through the firewall oh yeah there's a rubber grommet that's behind the passenger side glove box right and the grommet 
is also from the engine compartment behind the auxiliary battery. So right. it's crowded on both sides. I pull the grommet out inside the car, pull it out to, to make my uh, cuts or pass the, the, yep. the uh, camera cable through. Yes. I go to put the grommet back into place, but the grommet, the rubber boot snaps onto a plastic ring. Uh-huh. Those two pieces separated and the plastic ring ended up in the engine compartment oh, and no. I needed it in the passenger compartment. Uh-huh. I couldn't get them back and forth. I actually had to pull the auxiliary battery and the auxiliary fuse box oh, to then get enough working room to then move the plastic ring yeah, back manipulate inside it. of the interior. But I couldn't pull the glove box out to get better access because the way the the dash is built, the plastics of the glove box go behind the center console. What? And the center console trim, yeah. it's got those metal spring clips that are friction mounted on a plastic and they destroy everything if they come apart. And yeah. they didn't want to separate. So right. I couldn't get the snap clips. Well, half the time, those things break. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, the interior was trapped. And so I'm trying to wrestle a plastic ring. And a, I'm trying to wrestle the rubber grommet back onto the plastic ring from behind the glove box while lying on my back on the passenger floor with my hands above my head in a spot that's probably three or four inches of opening working child room. hands. Yes. And so my hands were just carved the fuck up. Yeah, that hurts. Like the entire install, I probably spent maybe two and a half hours on the whole project. Yeah. And an hour and 45 of it was just trying to get the two pieces of the grommet back together and snapped Ooh. back into the firewall. That's annoying. 45 minutes was everything else. It was super easy. And of course, I decided to do it on a Sunday, which sounds good. Yeah, why not? Except it was 96 degrees that day. Oh, yeah. So it was sweaty as yeah. shit. And I'm trying to manipulate plastic and rubber with sweaty hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That sucked. I didn't cut my hands up, but I did have to work on the Forerunner yesterday. What did you do? The, dude, this is the second time this happened. The channel that runs down the window, down the windshield that I ran the Your, the wiring for, for yeah. the roof rack, uh-huh. it, on the way back from camping, the, uh, the 3M tape let go again. Oh. This is the second time this has happened. So I put in new i had to replace it but it was also a thousand degrees outside where's the channel is it sit inside the rubber trim no well it's a so it's a casey highlight i think it's casey highlights it's a it's designed for this it's a cable channel and it sits on the glass it's on the glass oh, okay and it's 3m tape that i never even noticed taped. it it blends yeah, in it's, it's all the way because i pushed it all the way to the outside ah. the shitty thing is is that i can either continue to retape it to retape it every apparently few months now which is really frustrating because, the, and then it flops and it's like flopping off the truck. Is it a foam backed double sided tape or is it? Just yeah, I bought the V VHB. Yeah, VHB stuff. Yeah, that's very high bonding. Yeah, it's very high, not enough bonding as well. Really? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you use like the? Uh, there's the. I off- used. I looked it up. We looked up on a chart what you're what we should use, and it's the same VHB that they supply with the kit. Okay. So I don't know why it keeps separating at the top. There, it could be that the way the wiring and you may need to put strain relief at the top somehow because it's pulling on it somehow it's pulling on it and then it loosens the top and flops it away uh which whatever but it was to your point it was 93 degrees and that was miserable yeah and just because i don't have a i guess i could have put an easy up up well and that was the thing is because this is a 2500 hd my easy up wouldn't have been big enough to even do yeah you'd have to to just put it next to it yeah i i I, my garage is clear i could have pulled it into the garage if it wasn't a 2500 hd was it too tall it's just a big yeah, ass yeah. truck. Yeah. 
like stuck. It's not like it's lifted yeah, or anything, right. but it's just No, they're huge. Yeah. There was a <laughs> there were a couple kids getting out of yesterday I went to the grocery store. There were two kids getting out of a two college kids getting out of a F two fifty. Yeah. The frick do you need an F two fifty for when you're they were like total total like frat bros. Well and the reason why my, my buddy got the truck was obviously he needed if he's it for, using it. for his towing. But the reason why he wanted the camera was because he works for the school district. And so he visits school sites. Yeah. So he wants to make sure that there's no kids no, in front kid. of the truck. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So totally legit reasons for it all, but it's just like, oh man. Speaking of the towing though, I have never in my life really wanted a trailer. Until and I started looking at teardrops. Oh, yeah. But you know what's crazy? Well, first off, I have nowhere to put it, so it doesn't really matter. But they're not cheap. No. And then we looked, I was looking at a couple that are pretty rad. Yeah. Like they've got a little kitchen and whatever. Yeah, on the backside. On yeah. the backside. Solar on top. Yeah. More of the lifted kind. Right. Right. Aren't they like still like 18 grand? Oh, these were like 45. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't pay 40 grand for something without a toilet. I wouldn't either. And they're the cheap ones were like nineteen. Yeah. And they're you can buy like just a shell essentially and, and like build custom. it out yourself, but then you're still yeah. you're spending as much money anyways. I Jeanette and I've looked at some of the, the smaller like fiberglass uh, scamp trailers. Oh yeah, okay. They're like little 13, 16 yeah. foot trailers and they have a, a a kitchen, a toilet yeah. and all that stuff. Where would you put it though? That's the biggest thing. Is it's it's like it's it's hard when you look at it, you're like, oh well, because there's there's the whole vacation rentals yeah like you can actually rent somebody else's motorhome rent somebody else's trailer right and that would be cheaper than buying something and then paying to store it to store it yeah so i i would like to because because it's like with the dogs and stuff it's harder to sleep in the truck unless i'm by myself right right by myself i don't care like me me and dogs is fine but two people and two dogs it's crowded it's not yeah Yeah. i learned that lesson this weekend (laughs) Uh, we ended up in a tent but like it would be kind of cool to rent one and see, like, if you even like it. Yeah. Because I don't, I think that would be the way to go, though, is you rent one. I don't have a place to put it. I'm not going to pay to store it because it's $100 a month. At least. Yeah. yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense. The only way that would make sense is if you fill the thing when you're not using it with other shit. Yeah. And it's a shed at that point. Yeah, I'm, I'm always surprised with how many people pay for storage. Didn't Nick sell his trailer or does he still have his? I think he still has his. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, yeah, he still does because he still has his. He's he's still got his F one fifty. So yeah, yeah, I would have to talk. I would. I mean, I'd be curious. We should have him back and ask him some questions about this. Yeah, but he his trailer is stored like what thirty miles from his house. Uh, yeah, just I mean, because it's cheaper storage there. But so that's that, also that's inconvenient. Yes, to yeah. drive like an hour to go get the trailer, then bring it back, and, and that then, you know some people's houses like they have that trailer park or motorhome parking or on whatever, the side on the side. Yeah. I wouldn't want a giant motorhome or a trailer parked on the side of my house. My dad um, has his motorhome parked on the side of his garage. But, but he's does got, he have a big motorhome? He's got a 26-foot. That's It's a decent size. Yeah. Class C. That's a real motorhome. It's a real motorhome. Yeah. And uh, it, it's fine. It's out of the way. But he's also got like super long, like the, the, the part of the driveway that he parks it on is just next to his garage. But that slope continues into the backyard, so technically he could back it up further. Oh, and put it as far back as he needs to. But he doesn't. He puts it right near, near the yeah. garage just because it's more accessible to, sure. for loading and all that other stuff. So it sits right there. But we thought about that. Like, oh, well, maybe we get a trailer and we just stash it at my dad's house. But then that's not fair to him. I mean, we could pay him storage for a lot less. Would he than, care? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. But I don't. I but don't. then what do you, okay, then what do you pull it with? Right. 
Right. And the other question is, is like for as much as we travel, I mean, we like having the flexibility of doing different things. So it's like, okay, we could hotel it. We could cabin it. We could tent it. We could trailer it. So it's like, but the nice thing with the trailer is that like you can drop it. And, and still be able to explore. Yes. So, uh, oh shit. Because that Thule? is the downside to like those sprinter vans. Or those yeah. Well, did you see the, so I think it's, is it Thule? That is how you pronounce it. Yes. Tool. T-H-U-L-E. I think it is. Yeah, Thule. yeah. Yeah. Anyways, one of those, they just came out with a thing. So it's a hitch mounted tent. What? That you, okay. So it, it folds up and it's on your hitch uh-huh. instead of a roof tent. Right. So it's on your hitch and you basically undo this frame and lay it on the ground. Does it have legs or something? It has legs. And then you roll, you unroll the hitch part okay. onto this frame and then you disconnect it. So now you have essentially a rooftop tent on the ground oh. on stilts. Interesting. And then you can drive your car away and still use your car instead of having a rooftop tent that you have to get up and down in. And, t- and fold it all up if you well, want to and that's it thing. down. Okay, you get a rooftop tent. It takes up your entire roof. Yes. They're huge. They're way bigger than people think. And then you have to lift a 70-pound dog into it? Yeah. That doesn't make or sense. Or teach your dog to climb the stairs or a ladder. I don't think they can. can I mean, yeah, sure. They could. Probably but not down. Oh, definitely not down. Yeah. No. So, like, that's, that whole thing just is silly to me. Yeah. I, I was driving uh, home yesterday alongside a new Land Rover. The okay. New, and um, The new Discover, or, uh, Defender? Defender. Yeah, those are nice. And it looks like they went, like, to the Overlanding Expo. Oh, good. They, they had everything? They had everything. They had uh, an iCamper rooftop tent. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had the awning. They had, like, the the flat, looks like uh, fuel tanks or yeah, whatever on the, the side. the packs. Yeah. And they had, like, the, the shovel. It, but it all looked like cosplay because the car was spotless. It was black. They're always spotless. All the accessories yeah. were black. Like, it was all color match, except right. for those tanks because those were red. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I was thinking, like, do they realize that just running around town, running your errands, you're getting the shittiest gas mileage because of all that additional drag and weight? I find it hard to, to participate in this part of the conversation. Because you have... I do. But you don't have a rooftop tent. You no. got You have the rack. I have a rack. I have an awning. And I have my recovery boards. Yeah. And I'm too lazy to take them off. But that's not your only vehicle. That's true. So, I mean, I guess that it makes it sort of okay. Yeah. And honestly, like, dude, getting out of the Ionic and then getting into that yeah. is like driving a tank. Yeah. And you've also got your bikes, though, too. So, I mean, yeah. you have multiple transportation right. options. So. I don't... And... The Forerunner doesn't really get driven that much. I haven't driven it much until we went camping. I don't think I've driven it last month. Oh wow! But I maybe, didn't realize maybe it. Maybe twice. But it gets stashed now. It gets stashed on the garage side of the driveway, and it just sits there because yeah. there's no point. I mean, I guess there is, but it free basically to drive or fourteen miles to the gallon. Yeah, when you have an electric vehicle that comes with a free trial of charging or whatever for a couple of years or it's whatever three it is. years yeah but it's like, a good deal we talked about this when we were at lunch where it's like i i have a bunch of of friends in, in my social circle uh where a lot of the the spouses have picked up or just a lot of women in general have picked up the the volkswagen id4 electric vehicle which is awful but that's okay that's a different story there's like i think four or five of them now that i know that own them but the thing that i thought was interesting is none of them have at home charging. Well, have they even like considered putting them in or they're just like, well, well I don't have to. 
I think it's a little bit of both. Two of them are, are renting their condos, oh, so okay. they can't. Yeah, well, I guess yeah. they could, but you know, it's more complicated that way. The and the other one's just never thought about it. Yeah, and they're just using the public charging. But then, I think they're fucking it up for everybody else. Because to well, me, public charging is hey, use this to get somewhere far away. Not use this to charge up every damn day to get around town. That's a yes and a no. Like with with the where a lot of the stations are around here, the was specific to Electrify America. They're at a bank or they're at the outlets or they're at so it is a you can run your errands and right. still do. Um, but the these ones aren't necessarily by a freeway, right? So that True. would be the True. kind that you would need going on a trip or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was gonna have one put in. I was gonna have a charger put in. But then I realized between here and the office, or between the EA station down the street and the office, there's no incentive for me to do it. And I'm oh, not necessarily charge at the office, and- right? And I'm not necessarily screwing it up for everybody because that's just the program that we're on. Yeah, I know. I I, I, still I get think- what you're. I totally get what you're saying, and I think it's the. It's like the Tesla that I saw yesterday that was blocking two chargers. Yeah, that's just a dick move. Like, those are the dickheads that are screwing it up for everyone. Yeah. But the people that, like, genuinely renters or whoever else that can't put one in. Like, I think if you have a house that you can put one in at. Like, if I owned this vehicle and it was a per- long term. Yeah, you I would, would do put it. the charger in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it being a lease and it's a shorter lease shorter term, lease, yeah. there's no point. Yeah, it just it's it just seems strange to me to, to see... I mean, it's it's great that people are, are going the EV route, but, right? But all of the challenges with charging and stuff—they're not helping because they're just adding another vehicle to the charging network rather than adding another charger to the network. If yeah, that makes yeah, any yeah. Sense. You know, well, like, yes, it does make sense, but it would make even more sense if I think what they should do, and this is just off the top, of, like this is just an immediate thought: is when you buy an EV, maybe you have to kick in. 100 150 200 bucks if you're not doing a home charger so they charge you a bit extra but that goes into a pool for public chargers oh to offset yeah to make more public chargers yeah. right so you're not going to put the two thousand dollars in at your own house okay fine yeah here's you know you have to put three to four hundred dollars into a pool yeah that's interesting yeah because it's just it's it's fascinating because because the gas tax isn't there right and i i've seen some states are talking about you know, charging per mile. Yeah. You know, which is fucking bullshit. It's totally stupid. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's so interesting to see how things are going with, with charging in the landscape and, and the wait times. And like, I, I was driving an EV the other day and, uh, out in the middle of nowhere in central California. And the charging was again, same thing. It was like the electrify America chargers out of four chargers, three worked and only two were the the higher speed 350 kilowatt. Oh, interesting. Charging ones. Most of the ones around here are high speed. Yeah. They're 150 at least. And I definitely wanted the 350. Yeah. So I was able to plug in and charge and get my my battery from 20 to 80% in all of like maybe 33 minutes it's great. or something like that. It was great. Yeah. And then my buddy had his car and basically charging from roughly the same thing, but his car didn't charge as fast. Uh-huh. And so it took like an hour and 45. What's his car? He had a Cadillac. Oh, the Lyric, the Lyric. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it just took forever to charge. And huh. I'm just like, Ugh. and you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And the people are kind of interesting. So you're just like waiting. And it's there's nothing to do. It's hot. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's a gas station with like a Taco Bell in it, but that's it. 
Yeah. So you're just stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like around here. I see people that are, they're taking the hit and they'll sit in their car with the AC on and stuff, which charges the car slower. Cause you're right. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't care. Dude, I'll just get out. I go for a short walk. Yeah. It's 30 minutes. Yeah. And I looked at it. Like I've thought about it by the time I, if I, I'm on a road trip or something, by the time I get out of my car, the 400 takes forever to fuel up. It seems like it's 20, 20 something gallons. Yeah, so yeah. it takes some time, yeah. but you go inside, you use the restroom. Maybe you buy a water or yeah. a drink or something like you're still about 25 minutes. Yeah. So that's not too bad. When, it's not bad. When you have the capability of charging faster, but some of these cars, like just when they charge slow or yeah. the charger is slow and he's like, Argh. I have noticed, like I've plugged into a 350, and it, it's like, you know, it, it tells you real time what the power delivery is. Yeah. And they seem to go pretty high to pretty low. Also, outside temperature. Yep. Right? That makes a difference. Uh, as you get more, you know, as they get topped up. Yeah. They Once you get take, past 80%, it slows down. It's Yeah, it definitely slows down. But to get 280 is lickety split, yeah. which is nice. And I don't, I mean, the amount of, I've put 700 miles or so on it. And I think that's what pisses me off about the people that don't have the charges at their house is they're not charging just to 80%. Right. They're doing that 95% or whatever. And so the, that's where it takes so much more time. You know, even it may take a half hour to get to the 80%. It'll take another half hour or 45 minutes just to get that last 10, 15%. And you're just like, oh, the way my charging thing is, is 30 minutes. Your free window. My free window or yeah. whatever. And it basically just stops at three at that. So I'll charge whatever that gets me to. Yeah, that's good enough. Because I, not I mean I've I've been to L A in it. Yeah. But I still going to L A and back is hardly a hit. Really? Oh, dude, and I run the AC full blast. Oh, of course. Because I'll take the forty mile hit. I don't care. Yeah. But but my point is like I'll just charge to whatever that happens to be, and then if I have to run somewhere else and run an errand and I have time. I'll fill up the rest of the way. Yeah. But I do it in a way that I try to be like 30 minutes done and leave. Yeah. So I'm trying not to be a bottleneck if I can't, yeah, like if, my, I, if I can help it. Like my neighbors, uh, a couple houses down, they they have the Toyota BZ4X. Mm-hmm. They, one of the few that got those. And then they also one have a, like the literal few. Yeah. And they also have a Nissan Leaf and they both got them within the last like six months. Oh, okay. And they. They've made some weird choices. Poor choices. They, yeah. I don't know what kind of. I don't know how they selected those, maybe price. Yeah, I don't know. But they also don't have any charging at home. Huh. And it's like they own the house. They could do the charging thing. They have solar. Like yeah. They're ready to do that. But instead, they drive around to the nearest target and use the electrified. See, that market. makes no sense to me. Right. You have solar, especially. I know. But that's the thing is I don't understand. It's like you've gone so far. Just get that last little piece. Yeah, just yeah. plug in at home. I would have done it like day one. Right. That would make sense to me. So speaking of EVs and leaves, why would you buy a leaf? But anyways, (laughs) um, so around yesterday, I saw Fisker Ocean. They're apparently on the road. You said you've seen one on the road. I've seen one at at a Cars and Coffee. Today, uh, going to wherever the hell I was going, around the corner, a neighbor got... So they used to have two Teslas. Now they have a Mach-E GT. They had a Mach-E GT and a Tesla. Uh Uh-huh. Then they got rid of the other Tesla? No. Well, apparently, I stopped and talked to them. The Tesla is still on the... Now they've got it parked on the road. I'm not sure what they're doing with it. But they just brought home a Fisker Ocean two days ago. Why? I'm not sure. So it didn't look great on the freeway. Yeah. And it's... The one on the freeway I saw was matte blue. So I'm wondering if it's the same car. Because the one in his driveway is matte blue. But you said the one you saw was matte blue also. Yes. So maybe that's the only color that... Maybe that's the launch color. Because Ocean... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Um, But interestingly... 
he said he really likes it. He likes the the roof opens, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they have a California mode where you hit the button, all the glass opens. It's cool that the glass so opens. The, the rear window opens like Forerunner style. It yeah, rolls down. Which, whatever. I think it's funny they're making a big deal about it. I'm like, bro, my Forerunner does. does I that. know, I know. The Tundra does that. Yeah. What do you? What are you talking about? But this is an EV. But it also has the rear quarter windows that open. Yeah, yeah whatever. It it's just kind of a boring looking car. Yeah. He not- said he likes it, but the software sucks. Well, I'm not surprised. Which is makes sense. Uh, he said build quality is good. And I said, that's probably because Fisker's not building it. And he said, yep, that's true. Yeah. So he knew. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Thing. He knew. And the, he said the Mach-E, he actually likes better than the Tesla. Oh, wow. Not He said from a drive point of view, from a drivability, yeah. the way it drives. He said the software's not as good. Right. But they also haven't had as much time. True. And then he did say... He really liked the Ionic. He's like, I think that's like probably one of the cooler electrics out there. Now, does he have charging at home? I don't know. That I don't know. We were just sitting in the car. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I just stopped and was like, oh, he happened to be outside. And I was right. like, oh my God, when did you get that? And you know, it's kind of one of those. Yeah. I don't know him. Like we just, yeah, I think his, name's, his name's Joe. Do you guys wave at each other when you drive by? I'd never talked to him before. I'd never seen him before. Oh, okay. I'd only seen the cars. Um, so we just stopped today and chatted really quick. Did he match your perception of what an owner of those vehicles will look like? You know, sometimes you don't. You see the house when you go. I wonder. You know, you, just, you form a mental picture. No, you see the person, you're like, oh, it's definitely not what I would have thought. Like the neighbor over here that's always working on his truck. Yeah, we were convinced he was like some uh, like uh, uh, Eastern European okay. angry dude, probably yeah. named Boris. His name's Ryan, and he's super nice, dude. <laughs> And he's like just a normal white dude. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But we were t- I was talking to him earlier today too. He's he's cool. He's gonna like probably next time we have a barbecue, we'll have him over That's so right. you get to meet him. He's we, a nice uh, guy. We met uh, some new neighbors that that had moved in. Yeah. And uh, they had a huge ass trailer that they were using to like move stuff, but it was an odd looking trailer because it was like metal graded sides, and the whole front of the trailer was like lumber. Uh-huh. And then I realized it was a mobile axe throwing rig oh rad and they own an axe throwing spot okay so did you throw axes no because they had their shit loaded up in the back of the trailer that's, like that was their moving shit's that's not my problem <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah that was the most random thing but the jeanette took perverse pleasure in this she introduced me to the new neighbors as the mayor of the neighborhood and oh, that's weird. She does it as a joke just because, like, when I go for a walk around the block. You take, know everybody? Yes. It takes oh. me a while to make it back to the house because I'm just chit-chatting with the neighbors or whatever. I'm the, I'll, I'll give you a nod when you say good morning to me, but I usually don't want anything to do with talking. Well, it depends. I mean, in the morning, kind of same way. I don't even say hello. I got places to be. But in the evening, it's just like I'm trying to get my dinner digested and I'm just like, kind of walking it off. Huh. And so I'll chit-chat with the neighbors. And so, like, last night, walked around at a, with, at a neighbor's house having a beer with yeah. them. Jeanette came by trying to figure out where I was at. That's funny. So anyways, so now the new neighbors, the axe-throwing neighbors, just refer to me as the mayor. Oh, okay. Because I don't think they remember that my name is Matthew, but they yeah, remember yeah. the mayor part. Yeah, well, that's, you know. So now I get sense. to kick Jeanette every time that happens. That's pretty funny. You yeah. need to make a shirt. I think she was actually already looking into that. Oh, that's hilarious. So she's doubling down on the mayor call. I'm like, oh. The fact that I know those, like I've chatted with a few neighbors and our neighbor here, like yeah. our immediate neighbor. That's more than you've known at your previous neighbor. No, not necessarily, no. but it's definitely the nicest I've like, or I don't know. It's just I'm not I'm not usually that. I think neighbor. this is the the part of growing up, Ryan. And like even the the sex rocket neighbor. You <laughs> yes yeah. yeah. I mean I know that you, guy too. Yeah. So it's weird. 
I waved to him the other day. He waved back. It's bizarre. Oh, my God. You're in a grown-up now. I hate it. <laughs> if they only knew. <laughs> no, I think it's just, you know, you... I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a bit of being a adult. Oh, shit. So the neighbor over here, the immediate neighbor. You pointed and I turned and looked. And I'm like, you're pointing the closet. With yeah, that yeah, yeah. No, on that side of the house. Okay. So uh, older guy and his wife. And they just ran. Like, they would go walk. They go walking. Yeah. And he's one of those dudes. He's got, like, this weird floppy hat. Okay. Or, like, the hat with the flaps on the yes, side. Yes. Like, you know, sun hat thing. Anyways, I was driving by the Civic Center. Or walking the dogs. Walking the dogs by the Civic Center over off. You know where the fountain, not the circle fountain, but the fountain in front of the, across from the library. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So walking by, and it's got a long straight hallway that you can see from Chapman. Yes. And we're walking by, and him and his wife are dancing in the hallway. So they walk over there. We've seen them like four or five times now. Yeah. Now that we've noticed it. They walk over, and they dance in the hallway of the Civic Center. Why? I don't know. Is there music that you no. can hear? No. Interesting. It's really strange. Maybe they have uh, hearing aids with Bluetooth audio capability, and they're just dancing to, like, earbuds. I mean, maybe, but why Why the hallway? Yeah. That is interesting. It's a strange... And it's not like there's a group or anything. It's not like they're going to a dance class. Huh. It is... Oh, whatever. I mean, they're... No, I mean, it's cool. It's just a thing where you... Once you see that, right, it's a thing like, okay, now I can't unnotice it. it. Yeah. Like, I notice it every time they're over there, and it's more like a... Huh. Maybe now you have to like one up them and like moonwalk when you see no, them. They're a little weird. Can you moonwalk? Yeah. Who can't? I don't know. That's what I was asking. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> it, he's got a, uh, oh man, 270, 280. Yeah. The black, but he's got a, he's got a tarp over it. I guess the T-tops leak. Oh. And he starts that thing up and it reeks. <laughs> it smells so bad. I I am fascinated with, with the, the people that hang on to a car uh-huh. that they plan on doing something with, but they haven't. And so it's sat there under a tarp for decades. Yeah. I don't know what he plans on doing with this thing, but it's not just this guy. I mean, there's, there's oh, yeah, hundreds yeah, yeah. of right. thousands of guys like that. And you're always like, but what are you doing? Like, what do you plan on doing? It's, it's like the more you, the longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. Well, and a lot of, it sucks because a lot of cars now, like I was looking at something recently, just more out of curiosity. But it can't even be sold in the U.S. or in California. Yeah, because of the emissions. Yeah, because it's got no emissions on it. It's kind of like, well, that sucks. So, like, does he have a car that just sits there that he's got non op because he can't smog it? Right. And he just moves it out in the driveway every once in a while? Yeah. As much as I appreciate the improved air quality compared to my youth, I do wish that California state emissions focused more on just what came out of the tailpipe rather than what's under the hood or what it looks like. Yep. Because if it's clean, who cares? Exactly. Right. But, well, oh, sorry, you don't have this exemption order number on your air intake. Or was it 72, I think, is exempt? I don't. I can't remember. I think it's 72 later. But what's really stupid about that is it was supposed to keep moving forward. Yeah. And they just stopped. And so now you have a lot of cars that are rad cars that shouldn't be an issue or an issue. 75 models. That's what, 75. Older. Yeah. So if you don't buy something 75 or older, so it was supposed to be like a 30-year-old thing. Right. And then it just stayed at 76 and newer. Yeah. And now we pay a lot of money to own a car in California. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And you have to get it smog checked after five years. But the good news is it can literally be falling apart and nobody cares as long as it's got a clean tailpipe. Right. Yeah. There's no physical vehicle safety inspection. The lack of safety inspections 
and the, the 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 fact that we don't know what to do with EVs, there should be some type of different licensing for an 800 horsepower EV. Yeah. I'm sorry for 800 horsepower anything realistic. But there should be also specializing for anything that's like 8,000 pounds as well. I mean, yeah. And that's what's trippy is the fact that like Grayson, okay, when he turns 16, yeah, and gets his driver's license, I can go out and buy a a 40 foot class, class A RV, yeah. and he can drive it. Yeah. There's no restriction. He can pull a trailer. Yeah. No restriction. Nope. That's that's what's nuts. That's I mean, crazy. You're you're giving mainly, and I hate to say this because this is the people that can old, afford them. Older people, eight, nine, eleven hundred horsepower. Uh-huh. You're giving kid like it doesn't make any sense. There's no. We need a tiered, staggered licensing yeah. system. That's the way they do it in Japan. Like that's it, the with, way they with, do it in Europe with motorcycles and stuff. You yeah. start off with smaller and you work your way up. Once you prove well, in the U.S., you can get there is a staggered license for motorcycles. Barely, but you the don't M1, have M2. to. You're yeah. not obligated. Yeah. I think you can buy a leader bike. Right. Which is, well, I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't. My first bike was a 650, which is still a big bike. Oh, for sure. But like, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And it's scary. And especially when you see people that are on their phone doing 95 down the freeway in a 11, you know, or an 8,000 pound EV. Yeah. I'm, That's scary. I'm even seeing, at least around town, kids on their, their 2,000 dollar super 73 e-bike staring at their phone i was just talking about that the other day how did first off take the phone thing out of the equation why do these kids have two thousand dollars three thousand dollars super 73 bikes i don't know and they're everywhere they're everywhere there's a bunch of kids that ride them around here and this sounds like i'm old grumpy man but they're all doing wheelies and shit down the middle of the street yeah and in through uh shopping center parking lots yeah yeah i've seen it too and it's just like what i mean I, it's it's weird because I was a kid that was riding my BMX bike, popping wheelies down the street. But I'm but pedal, not in the middle of the road. I'm pedal powered, and yeah. I can only sustain a wheelie for maybe fifty feet if right. I'm lucky. These kids are doing it for miles, going like thirty miles an hour, twenty five miles an hour. Dude, there were a bunch of kids literally going down uh, the middle of Glacel. Oh shit! With traffic, yeah. like what are you doing? It's it's kind of that uh, sideshow mentality where they're just taking over yeah. intersections and with cars. Where are your and... shitty parents? Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's uh, I go back to the fact that these kids are riding three thousand dollar e bikes. Yeah, it well, with a thousand dollar phone in their pocket. Yeah, yeah, it, it is kind of crazy where it's like the amount of money that's just there, and you're like shit. Well, I took my niece and nephew to uh, Dave and Buster's a month or so ago. Yeah, we talked about this. Did I tell you that we talk about the kids at the table next to us where every single one of them had an iPhone Pro? No. Every single kid. And how old are these kids? I don't know, 11, 12. Oh, shit. Why? Yeah, why do they need a $1,200 phone? I don't know. I don't understand it. Even if it's a hand-me-down. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah, like, so I think next week Apple is doing their... their... It's uh, Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So Apple's, Which I'm actually looking forward to. Yeah, and we'll see what they introduce. Yes. And so it's, it's been three years, I think. By the time this next phone comes out, it'll, I will have had my existing phone for... Oh, yes. Yeah. This is... I'm two generations behind. Yeah. And my phone is starting to have some issues. Yeah, mine's, mine's slowing down. It, yeah. it, it's still working. The battery's all right. My charge port's going shitty. But I've got an iPhone 12 Pro. Yep. I so, have the 13 Pro. So they'll be yep. introducing the iPhone 15. Yep. So... 
if I get the 15, I'll swap the battery on this uh-huh. so it's all fresh, and then I'll hand it down to Grayson. At that point, it'll be a... F- it's still a few years old. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. But a, t- a 10-year-old kid with a brand new phone, you're just like, but why? Makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. And I, like, I usually, because of the way the cycles work and the plans and all the other crap that you can do, I normally have gotten a new phone every year. Yeah. And I skipped it last year because it just wasn't worth it. So this time, the upgrades are supposed to be enough. And the battery life is one thing. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to. It'll be interesting to see what they what they. What's your battery health? Because you can check that in the settings. Yeah, I don't remember. Sexy. Do 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 do. As we fiddle with our phones, yeah, to this check is the really battery. good radio. Just fast forward thirty seconds, right. and you'll be. Uh, my battery health and charging. Ninety two percent. I'm at eighty nine percent. Yeah. So like it's it's not bad, but no. it's not great. And the I use like this is my only camera now, and you know I've I use this for I've like shot client events and stuff oh, yeah, like yeah. this. So I if there's a camera upgrade, I'll get it. But anyways, point is like there's supposed to be some new stuff that's coming. That's really cool. I still don't understand thirteen fourteen hundred dollar phone for a kid. Like my niece got, I think she actually has my old phone that I gave my sister <laughs> that my sister used for a while, then gave to Avery. Yeah. So this thing's like might be a ten. Yeah, but Maybe. if it works, it's fine. But it works. Yeah. Right. That makes sense to me. Yeah. It's these kids that are like, even you go, I guarantee you walk over and go into the AT&T store and there's going to be a kid there whose parents are buying him a phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, and I, Grayson didn't get his first phone until he was just right before he started junior high. Yeah. And it was only because he was walking to and from campus. So it was like, right. all right, we can keep tabs on him. Keep tabs on him. Yeah. My um, niece had a, she had a, um, what's, oh shit, what was that called? They don't make them anymore. Oh, the, the Verizon. iPod. Oh, the, oh. Yeah, she yeah. had the iPod for a long time. Yeah, the iPod Touch. That yeah, was yeah, the great yeah. Yeah, starter device for kids because right. they could have, run all the only apps, Wi-Fi. FaceTime, oh. Wi-Fi only. Yeah. Yep. And that was great. So you could get messages from her and whatever yep. as long as she was at home. And like, I just don't, I don't know. It's a bummer that this is like an expectation now. Yeah. Well, the, and it's also the interesting thing is like you go out to dinner and you see families I'll just sitting plop together. the kid in front of the iPad. But not even in front of the iPad. Every person at the table is staring at their phone instead of like talking to each other. I'm guilty of that sometimes though. Yeah. I am. Like if I get if I get really interested in a topic and you'll yeah, you know, look it up or I'll try to fall find down it. A, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we'll be talking about something. Like, okay, we need to look at this or I was researching I was researching old 911 SCs. <laughs> Now, what's special about the SC? It's the Super Coupe. Right. Yeah. But what is super about it? It's it's the three liter, just kind of they made it a standard. Thing. I don't know. Okay. They're just, it's a cool, like that's kind of what they made for those years. Right. It became the car that that's just the version of the 911 that they made. But I, I, I've been, ever since I was a little kid, just been enamored. And I've been, we were talking about this. My friend got one. Or, well, he, he got a newer one, but now I just keep getting served up ads. And, of course, you click into certain years, <laughs> and now you start getting those. Yeah. And it's funny. There's a gold one that's in Palm Springs. I was looking at it's gold with – it's a 78, insanely beautiful gold color, beautiful brown interior. Yeah. Like super dark brown interior. And it went from, you know, being on the this site to it showed sale pending. I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a bummer when you're dreaming about something that, yeah, you can't afford it and you're not going to go buy it. But still, you're like, oh, well, okay, that solves that problem. And then it went from sale pending to back to sale. 
And so I ended up texting them and asking them a couple questions. And it turns out it's got no emissions on it, so it can't even be sold in California. But if it's listed for sale in Palm Springs, how does that even work? I don't know how it got there. It must have been. Maybe it can be sold. It just can't be registered in California. Uh, I guess. I mean, but, you know, it could have been somebody owned it and they had some way to get around it or they moved in or who knows where the car came from. But it was a bummer because it's a really cool car. So now my dream is dead, dead, even though it was only ever partially dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's like, you know, the, you talk about having like your just a dream car or whatever. That would be the one. And I, I could see selling the forerunner for that. It'd be a lot harder to camp in the Porsche. Though. Wouldn't wouldn't bother me. <laughs> Would you do it like safari style? Dude, there's a rad, I think it's a 82, 81, 82, a yeah. safari build out in Vegas. That's pretty sick. Like they did a, it's, it's a full on uh, safari build and it's got, you know, Pelter, or not Pelter, but it's got intercom headphones and everything. There's so a dude I follow on Instagram. I think it's like Baja 911. Mm-hmm. And he does some sick yeah, but work. his builds are crazy. Yeah. And I mean, they're very expensive. Carbon fiber, yeah, wide yeah. body, but in just the They're the, super rad. The meticulousness of the build and the fabrication skills, you're like, fuck. Yeah, this one rad. is not that nice. No. I follow that guy too. This is not that nice. But there's like just a handful of things. You know where it's like, okay, what would you really want in like a one yeah, car yeah, garage? Yeah. I think that's it. For me. I would go for a first gen NSX. I like them. Yeah. I've driven them. Mm-hmm. I would never want one. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's something about it that's just timeless. Yeah, I agree with that. What color? Uh, black. Really? Yeah, black. I feel black. like you almost have to get a red one. Yeah, that that is kind of the color. Like that is the color. But I wouldn't even mind. I don't. I don't know if you can go wrong with any of the colors. They, they look great in black, red, uh, yellow. Didn't they have that gold color? There was that weird orange tangerine color, but that, yeah. I think that was that was a second gen. Second gen yeah. when they went to the. Uh, Fixed headlights. Yeah. Got to have the flip-ups. Yeah, you got to get the flip-ups. Yeah. It's just cool. Like, I like all those old... I, I do love those cars. Oh, I caught a really cool Celica Supra today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, those are rare. I mean, you never see them. They're not super cool, but they're yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, it is interesting, like, how much of this is nostalgia from stuff that when we were kids, it was yeah. just everywhere, and now it's just like, oh, they don't make those anymore, I, and you don't see them too often, and... Part of it, too, I might... I don't know. My dad used to always talk about the Porsches he had and how much he loved them. And then they were just cool. But the other, I think the other thing that if you could find one at a reasonable price, probably a 308. Yes. So this is going to sound ridiculous, but I was put to, like, if I couldn't sleep, they would get put me in the 308 and drive me around. Oh, right. Because that's what my dad had when I came home from the hospital. I I follow uh, another guy on on, uh, Instagram. Brian's Uh, Questionable Decisions? No, Mike's, uh, Mike underscore Stance Works. Oh, okay. He's got a... Honda K swapped 308. Oh, rad. And he just did the time attack challenge in Australia. Oh, cool. And that the fabrication of the building thing is rad. And from a power to horsepower ratio and weight and everything, yeah. the the Honda K series engine just blows the stock 308 motor out of yeah, the water. The Dino motor, or not the Dino motor. What was that in the 308? It, yeah, I don't whatever know. Whatever it was, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. wasn't impressive. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of interesting. And then that's the other thing with the NSX is I've seen people actually do a, a, a SI. Oh yeah, that's that would be NSX. cool. And so it's still in the Honda family, but right. then you've got a a more reliable engine that handles power better, right? Than the stock NSX motor. So it's like mm, maybe. Yeah, I just want an old air cooled Porsche, to just tool around in. I know it's just ridiculous. Just get a nine fourteen. 
I can't stand them. <laughs> I got. And I there's got, your old air cooled Porsche, dude. The last time the nine fourteen six is pretty dope, though. The last time I was in a nine fourteen, I got pulled out of it at gunpoint by the police. You probably deserved it. No, you weren't wearing a helmet. Uh uh-uh. uh I wasn't even driving in the carpooling. Wasn't even driving. Oh, I. Uh, this was in college. One of the kids in the dorm that lived in my dorm, he lived on my floor, knew I was a car guy. Him and his dad built a rotary swapped 914. Oh, no way. And he had brought it to school. And he was like, hey, man, do you want to check it out? And I was like, yeah, sure. Of course. Why not? So he takes me out. We blast up the freeway. Yeah. Blast back. And we're coming back across campus. Went to UCSB. And coming across campus is a 25. And some dude in like a 318 or something. Uh Some BMW. Yeah. Rev, and I'm air quoting this revved on him. Yeah. So of course he takes off. Right. And he's going across campus at a billion miles an hour and gets lit up by the cops and decides he's going to run. Oh. And I'm like, dude, Joy. just pull over. Yeah, yeah. Like pull over. You're not going to. You're not going anywhere. Yep. Pull over. And uh, the dude finally, he's panicking. He's like, My dad's going to kill me. It's going to be. He's like, I was like, it's going to get worse. It's, <laughs> it's just going to get worse. Just pull yep. over. So finally, he goes down a dead end road. And clearly that ended that. But the cops pulled both of us out of the car at gunpoint. Like I don't understand why they do the passenger gunpoint because clearly you weren't the one driving. Well, the they vehicle. don't know what's going on. Right. right? We could have been criminal or whatever. Hey, whatever. I don't. Yeah. Know. I don't blame them necessarily. But they yank us out of the car at gunpoint. I'm on the ground, sitting on one side of a cruiser in handcuffs. He's on the other side in handcuffs, and he's crying. Oh. Crying. My dad's gonna kill me. Oh my god. Like losing his shit. And finally. This cop comes over and it was a, a female cop. She goes, Hey, can you tell your friend to shut up? Stop crying. Yeah. Tell him to stop crying. <laughs> like this is fucking annoying. It's really funny. So I tell him like, Hey dude, you got to just stop, man. Stop. Just be quiet. And, uh, they finally figure out kind of what's going on. I tell them the story Yeah. and they let me go. Well, yeah. And so I had to walk back to, to the dorms. I get to the dorms. It was like, Hey, where's what's his face. And I was like, well, funny story. <laughs> uh, he's not going to be back for a couple of days. Cause I think it was a Friday. Oh, he got locked up? Yeah, he got locked. They took him to jail. Oh, shit. Took the car. And uh, I had bright orange hair at the time. Did, his, did he get in trouble by his dad? Oh, I'm sure. I had bright orange hair at the time. And I remember walking across campus the next few days. People would be like, oh, that's the guy. That's the guy. Like pointing at me. Because there's like, it was like seven at night in a college town. Yeah. There's kids walking all over the place. Oh, of course. Right? And it's not like. I had orange hair. Yeah, you <laughs> like were not That was not a subtle type thing happening, but yeah, it was really funny. Um, I mean, funny or not, but that's the last time I was in a 914. That's my whole 914 story. I'm just going to let it linger. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Have you ever been pulled out of a car at gunpoint? No. Well, there you go. No. And I don't think I need to check that item off a bucket list. No, it sucks. Sorts. Yeah. Yeah, mostly because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and especially now that we're getting older, I don't think my shoulders and arms would right. like getting twisted, you know, in that awkward angle. Especially out of a 914. Yeah, cause yeah, yeah, it's pretty... low and cramped. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I don't like the 914. All comes right. Down to. Well, on that note, let's yeah, we pull out of here. <laughs> okay, well, we can leave. It just doesn't have to be at gunpoint. <laughs> Goodbye. Kapow, kapow. <laughs> Finger guns. Oh, boy. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize. <laughs>